coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California. This is the Strings Unraveled podcast. What's up, guys? I'm tired. I'm tired, too. <laughs> Sorry. You took my line. I have been here all day. Um, not that I'm complaining. Uh-huh. Um, it's almost your bedtime. It, oh, I got an hour before bedtime. Okay. Uh, Ooh, it'll be like watching, um, like I'll a, just get, I'll say less and less. emerge from her. Okay, I made coffee earlier, the, but it turned out gross, so I'm not, I, whatever. I'm here. Um, yeah. So what's, so, what's been going on since last month? Uh, well, both my children changed ages, I think. You think they changed things, well, I mean, or I you think, think it was during this month? it's been since we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so we had lots of birthday party fun, my two spring babies, um, which when I announced I was pregnant with one of them, two of the ladies I worked with at the time were both expecting October babies, uh-huh. and it was one of the hottest summers in San Fernando Valley in my life, oh, wow. and... Um, I could feel them trying to kill me with their eyes. <laughs> and I looked them both in turn in their eyes and said, forget about it. I already had my October baby, you fool. <laughs> so you will learn and you will have spring babies like I planned Don't you it. plan it better Which than I that? didn't, but. <laughs> That's funny. Um, we have a lot of spring babies. It's a very popular weekend in the. Um, oh, yeah. You had family in town, right? Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's, there's like four or five people in our family or like family who mm. have birthdays that weekend or around that time. And it's like, well, if I know what I was doing nine months before. <laughs> I only have fallen winter babies. I have two, two out of my three have the same exact birthday, yeah. just six years apart. So we know what you like to do. We know what Christmas Eve was it's like. Christmas Eve, yeah. it's wow. Not, it's not a, Tion. they're not quite New Year's babies. No, no. Because they're late September, right? No, they were planned because we... Sure they were. Yeah. You know, it's funny. when you, we, we, we told ourselves, we <laughs> just got to get through the first anniversary, you know? And then when I, re- when I look back and I realize, gosh, we barely had our second anniversary before our son was born. Wow. <laughs> we were like... Because we said... Well, we've been married a long time. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> it's almost been two years. Sure. That's Dante a long time. I know. We laugh now because we're like, oh, we were babies. Yeah. Dante was born within our first year of marriage. But I wanted everyone to make sure they counted. That it was more <laughs> nine, than months nine months in. Months on from That's when funny. we got married. Uh, my husband heard. I said, so I'm probably ovulating right now. Um, you want to, you know, be careful. And... He's like, no, let's see what happens. Because <laughs> we already had a six-year-old, so that I came with. Yeah. So um, later, when I was like, you planned that, like, you agreed to this, we planned this, he's like, I heard if I said, no, let's be careful, that I wasn't getting any of that. <laughs> so, wait, wait, so you were still, you were, you were, we've been married two weeks. <laughs> I'm just saying, you were, when I first met you, you were pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell your employer until you're six months pregnant. I mean, I didn't know right then. Lois, you didn't know it two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I thought you'd 
No, you met me before that. I was just newly engaged. New? No, you were when I first you, started working there. Oh, when you first started, I was probably unwittingly pregnant already. <laughs> but you were new to the area, and you came in on the Sunday. I was just newly engaged. I didn't live oh. in Ventura. Yet. Or maybe it was a Saturday. Whatever. It was on the it one of the Sunday. old. It was, it was a Sunday. Sunday. That's right, because Lois wasn't there that day. And I said, she's really, really great, and you mm-hmm. should hire her. She I will fit in cool to you the first couple times we worked together. <laughs> you know what? I never noticed. Well, you said something stupid about College of the Crayons, not piss me off. Well, and right, I I didn't take it as you being a bit B. A bit? A bit? Tell me what I was. I actually took it as, you know, she's right. I made a stupid Aww. remark about something that is was clearly important. Oh yeah, I knew I was right. I just wasn't very nice. <laughs> that well. sums up Anne pretty well. <laughs> See, but I respond better to. Re- I, Only I respond to those better of you who really know me, and those of you who listen to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting maybe, maybe you're getting new insight into me that you didn't know about. Katie and Karen know. Yeah, we, we always got along. Yes, Sometimes Lois wasn't sure that we were comfortable because well, we do this we do this all the time <laughs> like sisters deeply uncomfortable she'd be like do i need to separate you two or no? and we both go no we're fine <laughs> i just find it entertaining yeah, i just respond a lot better to sarcasm it's more natural to me <laughs> yeah me i feel too. like i'm getting the real person yeah not the it's also the greatest compliment you could ever give me it, but it goes both ways to not know if I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> so sometimes I'm really being sincere and my husband will be like, well, geez, you didn't have to like be that way about it. I'm like, but I really am sorry you had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> or I will lay a sarcasm bomb down and people are like, really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> or I usually can't take it. I'm like, oh, you're the best. Thank you for taking me seriously. <laughs> All trust destroyed. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so, is it what we're doing? Well, I yeah. shared. Well, wait, I I want to explore this just a moment. Sure, I shared sure, first sure. expression, first impressions of Anne. I remember when I first met Anne, or I don't know God, if I met is you. This, is this the topic? <laughs> <I> met, <laughs> it's all about Anne first night. No, I don't. I mean, I I feel like I knew Karen before okay. well, kind I of. knew her you, at you the art store. Well, and you saw me because you it. came in with done your mom it, done and it, your sister. Done your done sister. It, done it, done it. Maybe. I thought I knew your sister briefly first, and then I got to know you more. Because I don't. Maybe I don't know. I just feel like I knew you. From being around the family. Because our families know each other. Yeah. Our families knew each other. Knew each other so I probably knew of her you. Her grandpa was scoutmaster for my son's Boy Scout troop. Yep. Yep. And then I remember when I came in one day when I wanted to work at Anacapa. This was probably a year or two before I ever started. And Anne was working there. And I thought, who is this girl that took my job? I wanted to work here. <laughs> well, I didn't so ask. I didn't, I didn't be like, hey, can oh, I work no. here? And then Anne showed totally. up. Totally. I just that, didn't yeah, do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, because Sophia was leaving. Mm. Um, and so when I got engaged, I marched right into Anna Kappa Fine Yarns yep. and said, this is the local yarn shop. I've been teaching at this place in the Valley forever or like for some time. Uh, it had been a couple of years at that point. And I'm going to be moving here in a year and I would love to have a teaching opportunity here because I didn't think I was leaving the other place. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. then I learned it wasn't realistic to go to the Valley 
every day mm-hmm. or every third day even especially not with a newborn at home uh-uh. I think what would have happened if one of the other employees at the time had been there and met you first I don't know I don't know but it, well, what I, was meant to be was meant to be. I was working on it though because I also had somebody else that is. Kind oh, you of had a backup formerly friend. No, 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 no backup. Oh, plan. so I. No, so no, I, I was. I was, work I was not the first. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I. I just knew somebody who shopped there because. Oh, I was no. I think I was thinking Kevin. you were saying you had a backup plan in case you didn't get along with me. Oh, how no. you get around it? No, because no. okay. If you can't, even though no one can tell from our conversation, I always strive to get along with the people that I work with. She does. Um. Maybe the people I work with at my other job don't believe that too. But <laughs> do they listen to this? <laughs> no. There you go. Are you safe? Um. So. I I laid the groundwork like a year and a half before I started working there. I kind of did too, <laughs> but it was I or maybe it was not as long as that. But I remember thinking how much it, fun it would be to work there, yes, and it was right. probably another year or two later that I right. talked to Lois and was like, "Hey, hire me," and she was yeah. like, "Okay." Sure. <laughs> You seem like a good, and actually, I was aware of Katie before because you had like a headband pattern or something that. Um, oh yeah. The knit and tonic. Yep. Um, talked about on her blog, which yep. I used to follow religiously. Um, so when I met you, I was like, oh, "She seems familiar. How do I know her? <laughs> oh, look at this cute headband." Yep. Now I remember. This was me. Um, that was so long ago. And Karen was a very nice yarn store employee. When I met her that first time, but then the first shift. But we then she together. then she got to know me. No, she's the past tense. That's when yeah. I was like, College of the Crayons, whatever. Well, it was good enough that I was glad that you gave me a second chance. Oh gosh, I deserved a second chance after being so bitchy, but. Um, but you didn't. I was also. Pre- I was pregnant. You, you, I was you have a justification. I was pregnant. You had hormones affecting you. It wasn't your Why fault. Why was I so mean to Karen that day? <laughs> it wasn't your fault. You're not responsible. That's right. <laughs> That's the story lie we're going to tell ourselves today. Yes. It's not lie. It's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. See, this is our natural banter. This so. is our unnatural banter. <laughs> I'm Karen, and you are? (laughs) (laughs) We even took a road trip together. Yes, we did. It was fun. What are we working on? Yeah, what are you working on, Karen? Um, Well, I I am working on a brand new pattern that I just decided today I was going to make. Wow. And... um, Starting is fun. Starting is fun. It's it's a really cute cowl that uses slip stitches to make and stockinette. To, um, to make stripes of so it's great for mini skeins of stuff a little bit you only need like 55 yards each of like five different colors and it's by niche design n-e-i-s-h and it's called next time as in this is your neck it's uh, oh. time to put it on your neck n-e-c-k-s next time Oh, okay. Um, it's really cute. That's it's a cowl? It's a cowl, yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, see how cute that is? <laughs> it's, well, and I will say, I thought this looks like something cute. Katie wants to do, so I better get it I don't on want it to do it. I just like it. Yeah, it's very see, cute. She has color-coded charts. Oh, that's too much for me. It's really helpful. Well, no. And no, it's very cute. You, and she gives you a blank one that you can make, oh, make like your that. own colors for. So it's stranded a little bit. Is it slip stitch? Slip stitch. Nice. Two colors at a time. Cute. Yeah, um, it's really really cute. And I was, I ha- I'm mixing. I'm using stash. I was really really 
awesomely blessed by one of our customers who gifted me with a um, Paris collection mini skein set from Destination Yarns, and they That's are beautiful. awesome. They've got two, four, five, six, seven, eight mini skeins in this set. It's amazing. And what are you using um, in your background? Um, this beautiful skein by Lola Bean Yarns, and if you haven't followed her on Instagram, one um, she has amazing yarn in all different bases, and she was an indie. She's an indie dyer who just got picked up by uh, several online stores to start carrying her yarn so oh, that's exciting. yeah but now she's got the pressure of she's got a lot of yarn to fill you know they buy in bulk <laughs> and it, it couldn't happen to a better person she is really wonderful and her sassy little girl is adorable and is the um what do you call this when it's like your trademark or your your logo your logo yeah. there's the word words anyway so it's a really fun color that it's called relish this mustard and if you can imagine, Trillish, this mustard is perfect. It's it is a yellowy, but it's as if someone took mustard and and mixed up like pickle juice in it. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah. So and <laughs> this is in her Bean Sprout eighty twenty Superwash Merino Nylon blend. It's gonna be awesome. So that's gonna be in my background, and I have all these lovely little skeins of purple and gray and navy and yeah. to go with it. Can can we have um can can we all talk about how sad we are? Why are we sad? About Notre Dame. Oh, I know. Right? Karen doesn't look sad. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You're not sad? You're making a Paris nuts. <laughs> okay. I'm sad. I've never been there. I hope they rebuild it in a way that I does am it sad for that. Mm-hmm. But I and, and it's wonderful it's wonderful that people have this outpouring. But you know, I get very upset because in just just a little bit ago there was um, what was it three or four or five, a lot of ch- churches in Louisiana were burnt and they don't have the finances to rebuild they don't have, I mean the people are helping of them burning I don't I it happened it, they said within nine days it was like a hate crime kind of it deal. was a hate crime okay. thing they were it, like historically black churches that were burned yeah and so people have been saying like it's great that you're sad about Notre Dame and but yeah. please don't give your money to that because the oh, Catholic Church has a lot money. of money. Yeah, no, no. So no. it's like if you're you gonna fool. donate to, to rebuild a church, <laughs> look at these other things like that you could do days, with your money. They no, had, I totally agree like with that. In yeah. two days they had a billion dollars. A oh, yeah, billion dollars yeah. given to them. A lot of it is the French people, like the French No, and I totally pastor. understand I that, that. But that is their historical thing. I think it's more about the American people who are like sad that are yeah. Not that you shouldn't donate to things that you're passionate about, but yeah, if but you're going to give to rebuilding a church, there's more better ways to serve with your money. Absolutely more better ways. Yeah. But so yes, it is why, very sad. That's why I'm not sad. Well, I'm really glad I brought it up because I live on a media diet. Yeah. So this didn't come up. And in fact, I actually might have gone days without knowing about Notre Dame, but Kevin's mm. on break right now. So he sent me a text oh, about it. My mother-in-law Eat, drinks, and sleeps that news. Yeah, yeah see, I can't sad. be a happy human being with that. No, no. But I also know it gets in the way of me being an informed human being. It's so all I'm, about I'm really, balance. I'm really glad that you had that as your why you're not sad face look. It's <laughs> now that other I took five years of French. I am all about French art, but at the same time, I, I would rather I if I'm going to support something for rebuilding, I want to do something that I feel is going to have a stronger human impact. Okay, have you done it More yet? meaningful. No, because I don't have the finances for that. Oh, I'm sorry if that was rude. 
But I love you anyway. Well, I mean, that's, let's, that's let's practice we what we preach if we can. Like, Yeah. And it's fine to be sad about it. It's not yeah. that you're not allowed to be, but... No, I'm still sad about at it. At first, no, I was... Okay, so I have <laughs> a very sad. literal mind, so I was very confused at first because I thought all the art was... In, when I went online, it's in the Musée de Notre Dame, not the cathedral. Mm. The cathedral part was burning, and I wasn't connecting that they were the same place. Mm. So I you was had like, this reassurance I was that you thinking, felt like it was okay? I was thinking, yeah, but the, all the art is like... And and I know that at first they were not sure why they people were like well, how come they they can't get in there and start fighting the fire because well it was an electrical fire first of all so that's yeah. not easy but to fight the reason they were holding back was so that the priests and the other people there could car- try to carry out as much as they could to I save saw this, first like news story about like a priest who was in there like uh, as the front runner of trying to get all these relics and ancient things out and it was like a human chain of people like handing things out of the building to save all this stuff the thing about a place like notre dame is that it's significant to all of humanity though yeah and yes the catholic church has plenty of money when i heard all the donation stuff mm-hmm. i was like uh-huh, please. <laughs> yeah exactly um, they have plenty of money so the um but it unites us through time Mm-hmm. Like that's that's pretty important to have that um, and connection I, through the ages. Yeah, I've never been there. Is a place that I would like to think that I would someday go to. Yes, and that makes me sad to think that it's not the something. same as it yes. has been for many people's experience. You know what's interesting is I'm surprised it hadn't burned before though. Yeah, with all of the strife in Europe, like how is it that it never um, got bombed out mm-hmm. in, world, in the world wars? Like. Yeah, that was sort of or with all the riots and stuff that were happening in Paris this year too. Yeah, well, that that's, that's a, that is pretty amazing because they, if you think about it, just in the last decade, they have had a terror attacks. They've had all kinds of other well, things France happen. France hasn't had stable government no. since, like I don't know, maybe since Louis, <laughs> since they had a. Uh, um, part of me also says monarchy. it's nine hundred year old wood. It, did it just occur to you that 900-year-old wood is flammable? Well, it's they not. must have had stuff in place to help protect that, you would think. Well, it's I mean, not, not all of it burned. Not all of it. And they did... High fire danger. No. I know. We, we think differently about things. Like, I don't Why don't go... we just dump a water tanker onto the top of the church? Yeah. And stop it. We? <laughs> well, maybe because the water can, tankers... Oh. It, they don't just do there. No, oh yeah. <laughs> the tankers are not just. Oh water, no, they're also chemicals. The oh. thing was, somebody tweeted that, and oh, a lot God. of people okay. were upset and saying the someone said I don't remember who it was, someone who was closer to the situation, like the fire chief or whatever, tweeted back and said we can't because it'll destroy the building if we drop that yeah. much water yeah. on it. <laughs> That's true. It wasn't rhetorical. No, because <laughs> I was also thinking okay. like in different times with the different grand wildfires we've had in Southern mm-hmm, California. Mm-hmm. I think it was one that was like way back when Schwarzenegger was governor. Mm-hmm. They had a ton of um, I'm pretending tankers. that never happened. Well, we, had, <laughs> we had a ton of tankers that weren't um, like the state owned, but they mm-hmm. couldn't lease or something. They didn't have the... So they just sat grounded while California burned. Yeah. So like... They didn't have the contracts in a, place or something. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's a fair... Oh question and why, why can't we bring out the tank <laughs> the, the other thing that they made me have the not so sympathetic face was because i heard the commentary by someone there 
who said, well, you, you Americans have your 9-11 and we have oh, the Notre Dame. No, and I'm no, like, no, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. no one died yeah. in the Notre Dame. It is very sad, but no yeah. one died. And you cannot compare old wood with over 5,000 lives lost. Yeah, no. That wood, you're going to, that, that church, you can rebuild. Yeah. I mean, in a lives sense, we're still, lost lives is gone in, forever. In a sense, we're still counting the casualties of that because people mm-hmm. are now, you know, suffering the ill health effects and dying mm-hmm. from the ill health effects of that. Or look at all the children that were in that school and now grown and they have their own kids. I mean, well, I guess not because that was 2001. They're, what school? There was, there was like the um, daycare, um, oh. you know, but I realized that was only my son. That was only two weeks before my they son was They better not so. have their own kids because Alexander was a wee little baby in his <laughs> That's little, right. That's right. That, was little really, that was only 18 years ago. <laughs> I mean, physically so. possible to have children. And maybe the toddlers. Maybe the toddlers are venturing They're into allowed their, to have children? Well, maybe they're venturing into their, like, newly married lives and having those responsible... They've been married for two weeks <laughs> <Yeah>. and... <laughs> having those responsible family planning conversations. We're getting real heavy today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to cry about a burning landmark and we made it real real. Yeah. Uh, well... Maybe I feel like I have to justify my, I may be, I feel like I'm, I hear, I, I, I have someone at home that is going on and on and on about it. So I just, <laughs> it, so we keep it real here. You that's right. I hear that. That's right. <laughs> um, I thought it was so. interesting that my husband texted me about it because he doesn't really care about seeing more of France to my knowledge. Now right. we stayed in this quaint little sad village called which I really enjoyed, but someone who lived near there was like, why, why did, did you, you go stay there? there? Um, oh, her. His, that person's wife now hangs out with us, so. Hi! <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> talking about you. Well, he's my, that's my husband's only French friend, so. <laughs> so he'll figure out who it yeah. is. If you're listening, friend. New friend. <laughs> um, so it was weird that Kevin texted me about it. So... You are starting a new cowl. What else? Um, I am thinking about uh, about making um, a new top, and sewing. Um, I have stash. I have a sta- I have a pattern I bought a while back ago, and I have stash fabric in a knit knitwear. You know, like a knitted fabric mm-hmm. that I can use. And it's it's actually I like the example is um, full figured women like myself on here and this pattern can be made in it's called the Dartmouth top and it could be made in either a woven or a t-shirt fabric but hmm. if I could make something that's comfy like a t-shirt why wouldn't I yeah it's designed by Cashmerette Cashmerette yeah mm-hmm. they design sewing patterns exclusively for extended sizes okay. so they're all like tw- I think this their smallest size is 12 and it works 12 to oh some larger awesome. yeah so yes, yeah. they are. They're designed. It's like have their ma- tagline is. Have like, you actually made something from them yet? I have. I can talk about that when it's my turn. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, I most right now I'm in finishing object Aren't mode. Are you quilting something gorgeous? Oh yeah, that's gonna be a, a sample, and of course it's going to be my quilt because I'm the only one in the family who doesn't have a quilt. I made it for everybody else, but I'm like I'm you deserve to one. have a quilt. Well, it's, it's the quilt panels class, and the idea is that you can throw that top together by getting a really, just you just pick a panel. 
and I picked a really big panel that was almost quilt size by itself. Mm-hmm. It's got a really pretty digitally printed flower, and then I just threw a bunch of wide borders on it. And I it's really used neat. my quilt. Oh, I was hoping you'd see it. it it's that, that might be why I laid it left. I was going to say because it's laying right see. on I your just table. I needed to like air out, and so you were just like well, airing it out. Look, I got most all of that panel quilted in just like two sessions, and now I just have to quilt the borders. Well, the know. border. It's really pretty. Borders. That was, and, and I'm working on Elemental Raglan. I'm I'm on the second sleeve of Elemental Raglan, um, and by Yumiko Alexander, and um, I'm. It's a cotton and linen blend, so it's meant to be and something for summer that you can throw over. It's a very loose garter stitch, and um, it's going to be a great summer type light sweater when you need something on your shoulders, but you don't need any kind of warmth. It's a pretty pattern. I have two Mm -hmm. questions for you on that. So we may have talked about Sleeve Island before, but like, how did you get to your second sleeve pattern? I bound off that first one and I count and I picked up stitches the right away in the same immediately. Yeah. Because if I didn't, I and mean, it's like a thing to do, and you're like, oh, I gotta pick up the stitches. Well, I gotta. And the class starts Saturday, so if oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so That'll technically, help. Technically, it's kind of late, but yeah. I've shown my progress around. Um, it was really fun. It's it's very relaxing. It's knit around, purl around, knit around, purl around, you know, to, to the armholes, and then you take the sleeve stitches off to the side and just knit around, purl around, knit around, purl around to you get so many inches and then the back is done flat you know at the bottom it's got a split at the bottom and it can Mm -hmm. be as long or as short as you want it to be there's no real shaping in there so you can just make it as long or short as you want and I thought that I needed four skeins and looks like I can get away I have a extra skein that I won't be using what are you gonna use it for I don't know (laughs) but it's one of those colors that I I picked it up when the yarn over truck was here and I thought, well, it's one of the only colors that they have four of. And I kind of think for my size, I need a fourth skein. I just want to be safe because the pattern says I'm going to need four skeins. And I didn't love the yarn. Have you ever gotten a skein that you just, you kind of liked, but you didn't love it in, in the skein? But when you started working on it, mm-hmm. you thought, sure. oh, I love this now. Yeah, that's what this that's what this is for me. It's, um, it's a blue color and... I've noticed on their, it's by Forbidden Fibers Proverbs. It's a mix of organic cotton and linen. I think you talked about that last time. Did I? That yarn. Yeah. But when I went to the website, because some people were, wanted to use that yarn, they changed the color names. It's like the picture looks exactly like what I've got, but they changed the name. Hmm. So I guess you just have to pick colors you like and forget about the name of it. Yeah. That's frustrating. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't have a lot because I had a lot of big stuff I'm trying to finish. Yeah. Um, Anywho. I am working, currently in my hand I have um, the Ripple Bralette by um, Jesse May Madison. Madison? Martin? Oh, is that why you have some bind-offs, but you're still working forward? Yes. Jesse May Martinson. Um, and I've talked about her patterns before because I love her and I've cast on two of her other designs that I've not finished. But this is the... We're not counting what we finished Yeah, yet. no. <laughs> um, but I do like all her patterns. I think they're very um, aesthetically pleasing, and I like her because I've spoken with her on Instagram, and she's a very sweet person. Um, so this is a cropped 
tank toppy bralette thing. Um, and it uses like one skein of sock yarn. Um, and if you look up the hashtag on Instagram, just hashtag ripple bralette, or if you look at finished projects in Ravelry, you can get an idea of how it looks on different body types. And she's a size inclusive designer. And so Yay. all of her sizes are go up to like five XL, six XL, something like that. Okay, I'm on Ravelry. I gotta look that up. Now. Yeah. Tell me that again. <laughs> the her name is Jessie May Ma Martinson, and the pattern that I'm knitting is the Ripple Bralette. Um, Katie, your picture of you and your cute project bag is the little circle for that hashtag. Wow, that's probably just because it's <laughs> the most recent one. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. I, it doesn't have that many. It can't have that many nope, likes. No, it's not. Uh -uh. Well. She yeah, chose looking, like nine. Maybe because we're goes. friends, it shows up on yours that you see it. I don't know. That's a cute project bag, by the way. Thank you. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So it's, you can make it longer, more like a tank top, or you can make it cropped and like layer it with stuff. And I have a lot of like light tunic length, like lightweight mm -hmm. linen-y tank tops that I think will be cool to layer it with. So. Um, I see that she does have a lot of different sizes modeling it, and yeah. it looks wonderful. I can see that she's got the shaping. It's sometimes it's hard to mm -hmm. get something that fits petite people, and also and, looks good on and other also looks good on other sizes. Yeah. and she looks like she did a really, she does great a really job good job adjusting the shape and this. Mm -hmm. So it's it look it's very flat. It looks super tiny, like on my needles, because it has like negative ten inches of ease or something. So it's like gonna stretch a whole heck of a lot, but. Oh, because you have a lot, but it's a lot of, um, it's all, of, it's all wide ribbing. It's wide three ribbing. by three ribbing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm using a skein of, um, sock yarn for my stash. This is from Orange Jellyfish Dream is the dyer. Mm. This colorway is called, I just want my rug, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is Katie. Yep. I've knitted with this colorway before. I, James has a hat in yeah. the same colorway. Uh, um, yeah, but that's what I am currently working on I should be working on other things but I'm kind of interested to see how fast I can get this done because I think I started it on Sunday oh she's got a racer back that looks really cute I've started too. that one too I just realized I don't have enough yardage for it so oh. I, it went on hold until I get more of whatever it was that I picked and then I also started her swooping scoop. I saw that scoop neck. It and looks the, really her nice. other ones. She's only got four designs, but yeah. all four of them I want to make. Her well, ripple crop top is one of those make. that looks so cute on everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a that's a really cute one too. But yeah, she's very sweet. I highly recommend her patterns. I like the yarns she used because they they look like like on the breeze racer back. Mm -hmm. It looks like it was like dip dyed. Yeah, you know, light to dark. It's got its own gradient. That's really kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. Um, one skein wonder? Um, for my size, it's going to take... I'm making the 2X, and it's going to take up to 475 yards. So, yeah, that's kind of sock yarn. Much. If you're making one of the larger sizes, it'd probably be two skeins, but up till about the 2X, you could probably get away with one skein of sock yarn. What are you going to do for the rest? That is amazing. For the rest. 470 yards? Uh, it's three, what does it say? Three, where did it go? 375 to 475 is the oh, range. so depending on And the I think length. this is like 360 yards in this skein. So That's I'm making lighter. it to pattern. Yeah. And then I was uh, talking to her about it on Instagram because she commented on, I don't know, something I posted. 
And she said how she loved the way the yarn was pulling, which yes. I wasn't completely sold on at the beginning. But I keep thinking, like, this is only the first one I've made. I'm pretty sure I'm going to make more than one. Yeah. Because they're all very... very I'm, I think it'll go pretty quick. So, um... And it looks you like are it also exploits, super speedy. It exploits color pooling really well, because the ones, like, I'm feeling yeah. attracted to on Instagram are, um... Yeah, the, it starts pooling. with, like, tighter ribbing. This was on the two sizes smaller, the ribbing at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the yarn pulled in, like, this crazy way which I was not like super thrilled with. But then once it started into the body pattern, you've got like thin little stripey swirl thing going on and I'm relatively happy with it. Digging it. Yeah. And I'm not sure what's going to happen when I start separating the front and the back. It's going to go some other direction, but it's fun. See, it's I've easy. never been opposed. Like I like the adventure of how yarn pools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it were hey, something that in. I were like more... This is not, not that I'm not sure I'm not going to wear it, but as my first one, I'm like, I don't care that much about trying to make it look a certain way, like make sure my yarn isn't going to pool or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to let it do its thing and see what it ends up like. But yeah. Very what are you working cool. on with all those colors? So I have two projects that I'm very excited about. The, um, all those colors that's in front of me mm-hmm. is a pattern that was just released. It might still be on sale. It's by, let me see where I have it open. It's called Crate, K-R-A-I-T, and it's by the girl who had a really cute pom-pom sweater maybe a year ago. That's solid color sweater, but there's um, like little stripes on the shoulder epaulets, kind of. By pom-pom sweater, you mean in pom-pom magazine? In pom-pom <gasps> magazine, yeah. Um, let me find... The Crate the... Cardigan? Yes. Oh, that so... is so cool. Yeah, look at that. So... It's got... Wow, look at that. So that's the sleeve? That you're no, I'm totally just watching. Oh, right I got gotcha. you. Just watching to see how I'm checking all awesome. my stripes to see how happy I am with them. So yeah, crate by Amelia Jensen, and um, it's knit kind of modularly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you do the side panels first, and they're um, even four row stripes, and then you build the body off of that, and that's a thicker stripe, and then you build the sleeves off of that, and the sleeves are worked. But because um, you're taking down. it in small chunks, it probably will go fast because you're very engaged. It keeps oh, you engaged. Maybe. 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 I bet it would. Maybe. I hate to predict that. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> about the colors. So I have, um, it's DK. I think you could get away with fingering. The gauge is 22 stitches. It even um, has this narrow little bit of striping around the around the neck. Yeah, so all the edges Super, are finished mm-hmm. with I-cord. It has corrugated ribbing and a little bit of stranding in the cuffs. It has I-cord. So I-cord everywhere. Attached I-cord everywhere. I love I-cord. Who loves that? I do. Um, and I actually went to Tuesday morning to buy this yarn because sometimes you can get kind of good stuff. Uh-huh. And so I found Those you are pretty great colors. seven colors, and I lucked out that a palette that I liked was all in the right weight yarn. This is more of a, a DK. It's it's sport DK. It's like 284 yards to 100 grams. What so is I guess the yarn? It's sort of DK. It's this rather obscure something called... Hmm. You never know what you're going to get there. Lima, and then there's a little Patton's DK and some... Hmm. This was actually from the swap. It's this really rich green. It's pretty. Um, that was a Lions brand Merino Superwash. And then there's a little baby bamboo that's by Ella Ray. Not, oh, is that the pink? Yeah. So the pink is the only thing I'm a little iffy mm-hmm. about. So my color palette is like purpley taupe. 
a rather bluish black, so it's like almost navy. navy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, a rich eggplant purple, a deep forest green, a teal color, and hot pink and a, a vibrant tomato red. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really, really happy with it. And I took a photograph and I had Cav equal lights, darks, and mediums. Nice. So I'm, I'm very happy with color balance. I'm happy with the color palette. I, I wish the pink was just see, a little softer. I was interested to see what the pattern looked like based off of oh, what your swatches. Swatch. I was like, that's going to be a sweater. <laughs> but yes. it looks super Can't cool. Can't you see? Yeah. <laughs> the sweater looks kind of like a, like the sort of expensive designery sweater you would find at like a, like a department store or something. Yeah. Like it reminds me of like a. I don't know. Neiman Marcus kind something of something like that. It's really cute. Object. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there she had I mean there are already quite a few people who like must have tested it for her um who had patterns on Instagram on Instagram. Mm. Well, on Instagram and on Ravelry. Uh -huh. And the Ravelry um gallery shows people doing it in a smaller variety of colors. She says in the pattern that you could do just black and, you know, a light and a dark. A black and white would be so cool. Well, that's what her diagram is done in, which is nice. And yeah. it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I have a customer in mind that would die over that. Do you know who I'm talking about? A black and white version of that? I, I, I think I do. Maybe. Anyway. Maybe. We'll compare later. <laughs> you guys can guess on your own. <laughs> and you're all, is it me? Is it me? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited about it. I think a neutral one would probably be more realistic in my professional life. But this, <laughs> but I did kind of. You have to have of, a fun weekend sweater. Yeah. And I, I mean, the red and the pink section are pretty hot. Yeah. But um, it's actually like a pretty muted palette for me. If you did that bright red and made that the lightest color and like a maroony kind oh. of darker red. Yeah. It might balance it better. Not that I don't love the pink. No, but I hear you. But the pink and red only it's kind of an outlier section. Mm. I like the pop that the pink and it's unexpected. Mm -hmm. I think and I that's, like it too. And that's kind if of you what, wanted it to be more like neutral wearable, yeah, you I could, could go down red, that but, route. But mm -hmm. and like that's it. the thing that I'm seeing about the cardigan is she has this. You know, the section in the fronts are just this bright pop. Yeah, and mine's really going to be actually kind of chill. It's kind of chill. Mm -hmm. My main panels are going to be the taupey purple and color and the eggplant purple. And around the neck goes the teal and the blackish navy. And this is really just on the side. Hmm. So it's just the pink is the outlier. But I think it needs it. I think it needs that, like, energy. It, 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 exactly. Yeah. I'll wear it to work and see what happens. You know? They're we'll going to ask you to go home? What? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Sorry. Got to go. Put um, it in your capsule. And let, let's see what other wardrobe things you can build off of that. Oh, capsule, capsule wardrobe. wardrobe. Sorry. Yes. Yes. What time other parts capsule. Of your, <laughs> yeah, what other parts of your wardrobe? If you, if you had oh, to wear I, the, No, I, this is me in a... Okay, so we talked about me in a skirt last time. Yeah. This is that you. That button-down, um, pocketed, voluminous skirt. That's me in a skirt. And this cardigan, these colors, yep. are me in a cardigan. Are you going to wear that skirt and that sweater together? I'm not sure because it isn't actually <laughs> navy. But I'm going to make a black one of there that you skirt. Go. I think I'm going to make a black and a gray of that skirt. Um, so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just not the navy one. Um, and I am also starting something that I, I hope Katie will be proud of me on. Oh, I'm excited. Um what could this be? Oh, yay. Ooh. So this, what I pulled out of my bag. Yeah. Out of a big bag, because you have to have a bag I to carry bag all your. Um, this is the new Whole Foods it's bag. It's so cute. It's got lemons on it. lemon on it. And 
Anyway. It's very cute. So um, I pulled out of my bag a Stephen West go-to raglan. Yay. And on my last, I did go over the swap yarn one more time before I sent it off to its good home. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was a gorgeous textured alpaca. Yeah, that's exciting. And then the stunning blue color that it just and the, but there's only like 600 yards between them i was like what could i do well if i pulled this out of the stash and this out of the stash well now i have a sweater <laughs> so um it's kind of a purple and rust and um blue color palette that i'm working i was in. gonna say do you have a a it's not ran too random oh it's yeah like, Blues and lots of purples and reds and, purples and grays. And gray. So it's um, a decently calm palette. It's medium on the back. I love that hot coral this color. This coral is gorgeous. Um, and it's color of the year, living coral. Oh, right? there you go. So mm. I'm glad it turned up. So the way, you know, you talked about you had like rules for yourself mm -hmm. to when you change. So I found, and then we've also talked about this strategy when we talked about your Frankensocks about how to manage your Frankensocks. Oh, yeah. So I found a website that is rolladie.net. Nice. And you can what? customize um, the number of sides to your die. Because I also, with my husband being a gamer, I thought yeah. I would Just roll ask some him dice. for some dice. Because uh -huh. I have 12 colors. So... Um, but I also want to randomize the number of stripes. So if you go to this rolladay.net, you can pick the number of sides of your die, mm -hmm. the number mm. of dice you're rolling. So I roll two dice one time with 12 sides. Okay. And I assigned all the colors a number in, mm -hmm. in my notebook. So I now have rolled color number two for one row. Oh. Hmm. Okay, that's, that's a great so way. So that's to, my next. That's exciting. Which is a good good timing, unless because like I have a lot of some of the yarns and not very much of some others. So mm -hmm. like one that I have like eighty yards of, I just rolled, um, and I also have some big chunks because I did the short rows all in one color. Because I so don't want to change. So what happens though when you're really rows. really loving that color and you don't want to change it to go to someplace else? Follow the rules. You have to follow the rules what, what? unless follow you don't want to. And you're telling me to be a no, rule follower? No, because actually I was just what? about to tell you that I allow myself to veto. Because this yarn that I have 11 yards of, or I'm sorry, eight, I have 80 yards of, it came up for 11 rounds in the yoke, which is going to be like the most yardage eating part. And um, I said no, no to that. Because I need some thinner, more randomized stripes. Because I have... A chunk of like 14 rows. Because we I all need the rules so we know where, where to, to break them. Where's the edge? I like to go right up to the edge with my tiptoes. <laughs> so, um, so I give myself the right to veto the use or lack of use of a color, um, well, depending on where it's going. And that way your knitting is not ruling you. You're the map think, mistress of your own. Yes, I have to be in charge of me. I think it's going to keep the sleeve pretty interesting. Yeah, that'll. Or you're not going to make the two sleeves match. No, you're just going to go all random yes. everywhere. Yeah. What did you? You ended up being random, right? Yeah, I made, I yeah. just did whatever. But I had so many colors that it didn't. It yeah. didn't make sense to make a match. Well, it's kind of like the K facet way, like throw another color in, yeah. throw three or four <laughs> in if you're unsure of your. And I make um, it interesting. In the middle of finishing uh, my di one of my three diving in shawls that I started, mm -hmm. <laughs> and. I got to the end of the two colors where I was mixing them, and I had more left over of one of them, and it happens to be a silvery gray, so I was able to do like a round and a half of um, that. 
So I guess I technically have 13 colors, but I don't need yeah. to roll for that one because it's out. Nice. So those That's are the fun. two things I'm working on. I'm also going to circle back and finish some of the things I've started since January. So I'm like attacking that shawl. Um, and there's like four other sweaters that are in the works that yep. you'll hear about it re resurfacing as we go on. Cool. I'm really trying to focus on. Does anyone have a stitch marker? This yes. one right here? Thank you. You know, I've got like a gazillion, except when I need one. But not when you need one. Not when you need one. Um, so. And just, everyone should know, you can never have too many stitch markers. No, nope, it's milk and eggs. Mm -mm. You hit a snag on your project? Well. Because I hit a snag on mine. What? I hit a stitch that I've never done before. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, there's what something you don't know? Tell us about it. A centered single decrease. Oh, it's going to be like an, it's so it's, so you get a, a middle and you get the middle stitch pops forward. So but you that's get a double a decrease. Double decrease. This is a centered single decrease. Oh, that sounds like a dumb way to say a left leaning decrease. No. No? It okay. says. Tell us what it is. Let's, let me read through the yeah. instructions. <laughs> Stop says, guessing. Slip one stitch knitwise. Slip another stitch knitwise. Take the tip of the left needle and insert it into the two slip stitches from front to back in order to knit them together. So back to front. It doesn't say to knit them together. It says in order to knit them together. Okay. As if to knit together. Identify the two stitches you just slipped below. Take the tip of the left needle and insert it into the second slip stitch in the row below from front to back and then knit that stitch together with the next stitch on your needle. What the what? You, you have fun over there. With yeah, that. I have never done this wow, before. Okay. I, I would have to read that several times before I... I'm sure... Continue without me for a second. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to get a aha ha moment. Let's come back to the things that Karen has finished. What have you completed lately, Karen? Um, so I, things that I've finished. <laughs> oh, um, I'm mo almost done with... Mo Molokini. Mo 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 Molokini. Yeah. So what? that uses... I went stash diving because you... you what is it? Molokini is a crocheted shawl. But it um it really the way the increases go it's like a think of a, of a pie shawl but with crochet. Okay, so or it a semi center pie. out or it starts Cent center center but makes a crescent or a makes half a circle. crescent makes a crescent cool. and you are striping a solid color with a self striping. Oh, that sounds pretty. And she had this the designer had this really beautiful rainbow thing, but I'm trying to use up some of the stash I've had for like. I don't know, since I started knitting, mm -hmm. you know, and I had this really awesome skein of cephalopod yarns and I loved Sarah Iyer, E-Y-R-E. She's gone to do other things and she teaches uh, classes at Blueprint, uh, great dyeing classes, but she was in Indie Dyer and she had this great yarn. And so, you know, when you, you want, you're waiting for the right thing for that special yarn to be. And this was this is what it was, and I wasn't sure if I would have enough. With what it's basically two skeins, you know, thrown together, and it's beautiful. So I've got this like caramel color from Cephalopod, and then I mixed it with Spin Cycle yarns. It's called Dyed in the Wool. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, and everybody who looks at it says, "Oh, that's Zara Ball." Nope. Nope. It looks like it. It looks like Zara Ball, but you know, they're not the only ones to do that type of, what, it, okay, Anne, you know the word for it. When I you, think it's helix spinning. Helix? That's not the word I was thinking, but okay, we'll go with that, because I don't, 
Well, it's a self-striping, like there's a color change that's a gradient, and then there's a color change that's a stripe as well. Okay. But no two, no two pairings of the, the strands that apply together ever repeat. Yeah, I th and I think that's yeah. part of it too. Yeah. Um, the pattern itself is by Helda Panagari, H-E-L-D-A-P-A-N-A-G-A-R-Y. So you can look her up on... Um, on Ravelry, she was refer. I um I learned about her stuff through the Solidarity Swap that was going on for the month of October of April. I don't even know what month I'm in. April, mm -hmm. and the gal that I swapped with had particular um people of color um women dyers in indie dyers that she wanted to to look at. So I did um a pattern from I discovered that pattern from her. Anyway, and it's blocking. It's well, it's it's so it's been oh. sitting in that water for. No, that's fine. I put it in when we first started. What at five o'clock, and it's like quarter to ten. So it's gonna really good block. Yeah, yeah you gotta like yeah, really gonna... core soak something. Yeah, I'm glad really that cool. I didn't do any super high contrast though, because one of those yarns, probably not the one from Cephalopod, because she's really good about not having any oh, extra dye weird. in the rinse. But, you know, with all those colors in my um, spin cycle, something has made the water caramel colored. Hmm. But I have a lot of warm autumnal colors in, in my colorway. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. Cool. But you mentioned Stephen West and my husband. This is so pretty. I have so I've never my, seen yeah. a okay. husband get something so right as when you posted that on Instagram. So... Kevin. Months ago, <laughs> James. this just shows you that we've been married long enough that my husband listens to what I say months after I've forgotten that I said it. Wow. So wow. 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 Well, we're approaching 29 years wow. this year. You know, we're oldies now. Um, so he told me before Christmas that they he, was, he might have to go to Amsterdam. And I said, oh, if you go... You have to go to this yarn store. I've never asked him to bring anything back for me on any on any of the trips. And he's been to Amsterdam before. I don't know why I didn't ask before. I should have asked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I thought if, you know, at the time, I, th I and then I forgot about it. And I told, oh, I told him to go to Stephen and Penelope, mm -hmm. which is Stephen West's, one of his, is a store he ha he co-owns with whoever is not. Penelope. Whoever not, Penelope is. She's not really Penelope, but oh. she is the character oh. of Penelope. Anyway, so I completely forgot about it, and he was gone all week, and the last night that he was there, he said, what was the name of that yarn shop? And I went, Ooh. my eyes, just like, if you could imagine the cartoon, you know, what character yeah. with the eyes going, mm -hmm. yeah, so he he took the tram away from the hotel there, and he, and it was a Thursday night, so it must be international, Thursday night must be international stitch night, yeah. because that place was busy, super busy too. And I said, if you see a really, really tall man in the back, that's Stephen West. And he's like, I kind of saw somebody like that. He didn't seem that tall to me. But see, I'm a lot shorter, so yeah, he seems a lot Stephen taller Stephen West to me. is like 6'4". Yeah, he's, and he's really tall. Okay. It would be easy so to, to identify me, Stephen yeah. West. Do <laughs> you see mind, a guy that is like exciting to look at? That was Stephen West. <laughs> <laughs> what a yes. good way to describe him. <laughs> it is, because when I... I 
I showed a, I a picture of him to my husband. Probably. He was like, oh, yeah, he was there. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's cool. Like, he's, you're, he was like, he's like so a what neurotic. is that? what is that yarn? It's so pretty. This yarn is Fru Valborg. It, uh, that's the name of the brand. Merino Swirl. This colorway is called Eureka. And it is dyed by hand, especially for Stephen and Penelope Amsterdam. You know what's great about your husband, too, is he bought you two skeins of it. I yeah. know. That's great. You could do like, something I'm great like, with that. Wait a minute. I didn't you can make the ripple bralette that we were talking about. No, I got the, two skeins. You can make the that. Um, yeah, the racerback. Well, I or whatever you have planned for. I decided that something this fantastic should be a can Stephen I, West thing. Can I say something about Stephen West and Stephen and. Penelope? Absolutely. My parents were in Amsterdam last week. What? And my mom came home and was like, I got you yarn. And I was like, I'm <gasps> so stupid. I should have told you to go to Stephen and Penelope. And she was like, I probably walked right by it. I was oh, all over that no. city. And I was like, because I saw you and you told me that. And I was like, my parents were in Amsterdam. You know what, Katie? You fool. I know. <laughs> I was so upset with myself. Oh, Anyways. Wow. Road trip. <laughs> well, I don't think Let's you go. can road trip to Amsterdam. <laughs> There's no land bridges anywhere anymore, no. are there? But he took a picture. The fr the, their shop is so neat to look at, even the outside. He goes, it's adorable. It's the most adorable quintessential Dutch-looking building. It even had a bicycle in the front because, of course, people ride their bikes. What an affectation. Anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody hate me. No. Who no. hates you? We all hate you. Okay. But so I I thought, this so this is really beautiful. I need to pick something worthy of this. Um, beautiful yarn and so of course I picked a Stephen West pattern called Sereno Symphony and it mixes two skeins of usually of his own West wool bicycle which you know I have these two gorgeous skeins that of multicolored pink and green and teal I mean these are like me this is a teal that I this is the this green is the ode to for years I only liked green and this teal is my I've been a teal fan, and now it's into hot pink even. So anyway, what is um what is it called again, and what is it? Please show the class. The, the yarn. Oh, the, the pattern. Thing. Yeah. Okay, the, the pattern is Sereno Symphony. So it's a, um, it's a shawl. shawl. It's a shawl, and but here there's a better picture that it's got like these open spaces that he does. Here you go, and it's oh, got different colors. Really Isn't cool. that fun? It's got brioche. Are you? Would it? It wouldn't. You're be, doing it all in a solid. No. Or do you have a uh, there's or not a solid all in the same yarn? Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. You have two skeins of your main color. Okay. And then you have one skein each of three other skeins of melted serene. Oh alpaca. yeah, you told me about this. Oh. Something fuzzy. It's but it's not like fuzzy like a kid silk haze. It's like thick fuzzy. Mm -hmm. And it's got these gorgeous colors. Like a bouquet? No, no. It's just like a really fuzzy. So since I know my husband's not listening to the podcast, I can say I ordered the three. I felt a little guilty like the two wonderful skeins should have been enough. But, you know, I needed the three to go with this pattern. So if you can't make the recipe with the ingredients you have, you need to get the right You have to get the right. Use the right tools, people. Yes. <laughs> and so the right. And I wanted that no melted. No matter the cost. I mean, just look at the melted Surrey baby alpaca. It's gorgeousness. Um, yeah, so that's that what it's fun. going to be, and it's, I don't know, if you can look, it's hard to describe, look up Sereno, S-U-R-I-N-O, um, Symphony, and you'll love it. 
and it's actually pretty for for I will say for Stephen West, it's, it's kind of mellow. Quiet, it is. Yeah. It is very mellow. Mellow. It's symmetrical, which is surprising. And it's um, but it's rich in texture. Like yeah. it's very yeah. textured. So full the of detail. In melted fashion. Surrey baby, melted baby Surrey is by King. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm very sorry. It's Q I N G, fibers. I oh, like yeah. them, but I've never heard their name said aloud either. I would say, Queen. 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 Yeah. I don't know if the if if it the Q without a U has a Maybe K it's sound. King. Maybe yeah. it is King. I what always thought of it as Queen. But you're right. There's no U. So why are we <laughs> winging? Yeah. Why are we winging it? <laughs> I want you to see, want how, cool. see how fluffy. It's fluffy and multicolored, but I try to get t- solid since I already have this multicolored. Yeah, anyway. that's smart. Anyway. Smart, smart, smart. Pretty, pretty, pretty. I did shop around to find what would be a better price. There's not too many. There's I couldn't find any place in the U.S. that carries it. But the U.S., but there was Stephen Penelope's, of course, carries it. Yeah. Stephen Pen- Penelope's is in euros. There's Loop London that has it, but that's in British pounds. And right now the U.S. dollar is not doing well against the British pound. Mm-hmm. But we rock against the Canadian dollar, and I found a place there that could ship it for cheaper. And save, right. So I save a little money while shopping internationally. <clears throat> anyway. Cool. So that's... Not something you finished, but it's a very exciting share. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so pretty. It's very pretty. <laughs> I like, I keep it keep it here to inspire me. I love it. And remember how much your husband loves you. I know. That's like the best story. He's got like he, he's got bank for the in the rest of the year. He's you know. <laughs> we'll remind you when <laughs> he needs to go to the bank of Karen's um, good love will. and generosity. <laughs> I'm sure he will not forget. <laughs> he won't forget. No. <laughs> we'll say, uh, remember yarn. when I bought you that pretty yarn? Yeah. And you'll say yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, honey. Um, what have you finished lately, Katie? Uh, what have I finished recently? Um, there's it's a spring. It's there's a shawl stuff. hanging behind you. This is real party. Thank you. That is the Satori shawl. I think I was knitting it during our last Ooh. episode. Um, it is by Heiko. Well, you know what? Let me look it up before I just not say it correctly. And it's a class that, of course, I can't say that because this will be. It Actually, is a class that will. No, this will. This episode will have come out by the time oh, the class oh. starts. But um, hopefully, hopefully some of you will be taking the class. I hope so. Hope you have the good sense to sign up for this because it is, is so pretty. It's by Mako Hikosaka. Maiko Hikosaka. Um, and How did you it discover is. Discover this person. I follow her on Instagram. Oh. I follow. I followed her for a while, um, and then she just released this pattern like late last year, and I bought it from her. But so for um, those of you who are not on Instagram, you can find a ton of inspiration on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You could take my Instagram one one class if you want to learn how to do it. I think that's sometime in May. Anyway, yes. um, yeah, it's a two color fingering weight. And I used yarn that I bought at Stitches SoCal. Um, yeah, so I finished that. Um, the names of your yarn, because I think that's important. Um, it is Forbidden Fiber Woolery, and the two colors mm. are Nargles and Alohomora. So Nargles. they're two um, Harry Potter colorways. Um, and what else did I finish? I did some sewing, because I want to. I am prepping for me, may, may. I want to make some more things. Um to wear so I 
this week I made a cashmere pattern. Um, I made the, oh, poop. No, I can't remember the name of it. Um, I'd help you out, but you never answer my question the other one I asked. <laughs> that was a different one. Um, oh. <laughs> I made the... Oh, you know, why did I do this to myself? Springfield top. That's the name ah. of the pattern. The Springfield top. It's a woven top um, shell with um, princess seams on the back. Oh, I saw them on your Instagram feed. You... On my story, yeah. I posted very, about very it. Very, very flattering. It's a very... I made it in a chambray. I wore it. It's like a super wearable layer and I want to make like five more of them. Um, so I finished that and I bought the yarn, not the yarn, <laughs> the fabric for, I want to make myself an Easter dress. So this episode so is coming out. Well, it's coming out later, but we're recording it the Thursday before Easter. So I have a couple days to finish you it. You are so early. And I was thinking yeah. today when I was going to talk <laughs> about this, I was I like, use. Anne uh, is not going to be impressed with me because she'll make yeah. a Christmas dress on Christmas Eve <laughs> at midnight. So I'm like, and I have three days before Easter. I better get my butt moving. And, and, and wear it to, to 6 a.m. mass. Yeah. No, no, I don't go to church anymore. But um, <laughs> so except last year when Mirabella wanted to do she wanted an Easter basket. So mm -hmm. to deter her from that, I was like, well, then you have to learn about Lent. <laughs> okay. So then we went to church all of Lent last year. Mm -hmm. And um, and then we went to Mass um, on Easter Sunday with my mom. And um, she wanted that Easter basket bad. She made it through it all. and But no asking for it this year. So I started our Easter dresses on Friday mm -hmm. and my, I posted something about it on Instagram and my little brother was like, wow, you're so early and ahead of the game to which to an outsider that might seem a little catty, <laughs> but I knew he was complimenting. Yeah. I was thinking about that <laughs> today. I, I actually, I mean, I don't think I made myself anything new. I just made her a dress, but it I didn't have to do anything on Saturday. I just chilled out on Saturday and assembled her basket. Yeah. Like, I was super, <laughs> super early. Um, the pattern I'm using is a different cashmere pattern called Pembroke. Pembroke. And it's... Um, is it buttoned down? No, it's knit and it's got a... It's really simple. It's got a tie, like a waist tie, and it's... Um, let me oh, pull I up the picture. I picture that one. Um, yeah, I like their patterns a lot. They're always... Um, well, def not well defined, but you know, they're written out well, well for written. someone like me who is somewhat a, a noob in garment sewing. I feel like this is the one I'm making. Oh, that, yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yeah. It's very cute. But the whole, but you've been. The second thing I was picturing. Yeah. <laughs> Since we opened the studio, I know you, you do a lot more garment sewing than you used to. It seems like it. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah. I started that this morning. I at least got it cut out and I got oh, a couple yeah. of the seams finished, but. Um, so you're doing the dress or the tunic? I'm doing the dress and I bought a floral print from Joanne's. Oh, that's so pretty. That's, that's on stuff that's dad. on my desk. Oh, yes. oh, so I'm going that. back and forth between I nice. love it and also it's ugly. But I think I love no, it. It's but really it's kind of ugly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, sometimes you're sick of looking at something, right? True. It's like a dark floral and I looked at it. I tried it on today because I finished the you like set the you like base the waist ties on the back and then you do the shoulder seams and then I finished the neckline so I could like try it on yeah. before the side seams were finished. And I misinterpreted the notches that they wanted me to attach the waist ties to because it was like down below my butt. And I was like, this is not where this goes. So I had to rip those out. But that's an easy thing to fix. The learning's in the doing. I was right? like, went to tie it and I was like, well, this does not look right at all. 
So I don't think it ties below the belly. No, I don't think it does. <laughs> it was like right around my hips. I was like, this isn't right. Not likely to be there. In no, their, um, probably not flattering. Yeah, not likely to be their intent. Um, oh, and I also made um, the basic t-shirt pattern by Patterns for Pirates. Is that that like really cute cream with neon specks? Yes, it's, it's like a light so heathered gray cute. with little neon specks, and I got That's that right. fabric I want that from. Fabric. Thank the you. child's section at Joanne's. Well, good job. Yeah. yeah. It's in the, like, Excellent. juvenile prints or oh, whatever. Which are See, on but, sale more often than yeah. the other knits, so. See, to me, it just, it just is, like, unicorn sparkles. And it's subtle. Like, if you Very were, subtle. like, looking at me from a couple feet away, you'd be like, that's a gray shirt. And then you look up close and it's got, like, neon little slubs but in it. But I don't really look cute. at, it, I don't look at that fabric and think, oh, kids wear. No, I don't. Not at all. I've bought it, um, twice. I also have a cardigan that I made out of it. it. It was a little bit of a fail, and the sleeves are too tight, and I keep meaning to go back and fix it, so I haven't worn it, but we'll say I've never I loved it enough that it. I bought that fabric twice for two different projects. Well played. I will but. say one other thing about cashmere that I noticed in printing out, because um, I'm going to work, like I said, on the Dartmouth top, is that they separate the... So you, you don't have to print out a gazillion pages. They separate them by cup size. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's these sizes, but here's also the cup sizes. So it gives you a... You know, She's got a lot of fit a, options. A lot of fit options. So I bought the printed version of, her, of one of her patterns. Mm -hmm. And it's it, that's the one I was... I don't know the name of it. It's um just a very classic... I think I know. It's like a shirt dress. It's a shirt dress, but it has a full skirt. Yep. So it only buttons halfway down. About. And that's another like classic my style mm -hmm. dress. Um, and so I'm happy that I don't have to deal with assembling... Yeah, that's what I worked on this morning, was um, assembling a pattern. I'm also just treating myself to the print shop size of the recently the patterns that I bought online. How do you um, get them printed? So, Because I thought about doing this, but I wasn't sure where to go. So yeah, because Cashmere gives you lots of options for printing. They've got yeah. the print at home, the print shop. A lot of ones will give a, you the print shop version. Yeah. And you can decide that before you buy it, too. I think a lot of them offer Maybe. it as a feature. Um Cashmere, you get like a zip file with everything with in everything. it. So, um, local. First, I tried FedEx actually, and I, because you know, you can just email them and uh -huh. they'll print it and you go pick it up, right? Uh -huh. But mm -hmm. I wanted to know how much. So I quote, right. I said, please quote me how much it would be to print this. And they never ever responded to my email. So instead, we have a local printer we work with at work all the time who I was just like, uh, I was making a joke actually, like, because sometimes he's not that fast. So I was like, well, I'm waiting for this email from FedEx. So I wonder if I email this guy how long it'll take. Right. And he actually was delivering some work we needed. <laughs> and he walked in. I don't think he heard my snotty comment. <laughs> so then I just asked him. And so it was definitely much faster. So he's downtown Ventura, um, Quick Printing Plus. And I think he's charging you 5 or $6 a sheet. So bad. it's not cheap, actually, but I mean, it saves you a lot of work. What's the value of your time to have to tape a bunch of pieces of paper okay. together? And well, are the each... size of the sheets significantly larger? Two, yeah. It's two to three um, pages per most of the patterns. Oh, wow. So, so it's like 10 or $15. So you haven't invested a lot more. But also my time. Yeah. And also I'm not using up our ink because mm -hmm. I probably print it here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not See, using up the paper. I don't necessarily it's, think. It's a huge, it's a pretty huge sheet of paper. I can show it Having you. had to pr tape and print like 25, 30 pages. Yeah. I'm not, I would say, I would say, I don't think he's more expensive. No. Because so, by the time you get the ink and all the, the rolls and, and rolls of scotch tape. the same day. Yeah. So. Oh, the dress awesome. pattern that I printed 
last night, I think I printed it, was like 42 pages. Wow. Yeah. And, and it was a, this is one thing I don't like about cashmere wrap patterns is it's not a no trim pattern. Some of them print with a border that you have to trim and then match the oh, like uh, gray lines together. And some of that. them print, Patterns for Pirates is a no trim pattern. So they print all the oh, way to the edge. Awesome. And it's got a cutoff oh, line, so you don't yeah, have to cut your pieces cool. of paper out first. I've never experienced that. That's yeah. worth going to their website. I've never done that. I usually just yeah. make match up the grid and then trace or cut out after I match up the whole grid. So when the cashmere patterns prints, it's got like a one-inch border all the way around it yes. before mm -hmm. the grid starts. So I overlap the... Yeah, but then you have to... You still have to trim one sheet so that one is flush and Oh, overlaps. I folded. That's what I Yeah, meant. so you either okay. have to fold it or you okay. have to trim it. The other ones, I you just line them right up and oh, that's cool. tape it on. Um, so I've been treating myself to the coffee shop, and I'm going to a local printer. Nice. He's a good deal if you're in Ventura. Because I thought about doing that, and I couldn't figure out how to do it through FedEx without just ordering it. Yeah, and I didn't want to pay 20 bucks if I didn't know what it was going to cost. That's exactly. So, and then I went there to ask somebody, and they were very unhelpful to me. Yeah. Well, that's the other <laughs> yeah, thing, too. I've always had that So quick printing plus. Very nice. So um, cute. Tell an aunt sent you, because sometimes I can be pretty obnoxious with my other job with what we need. So tell them or don't tell them that uh, Anne sent I don't me. know. Try it out. <laughs> one of you try one way, one of you try the other. But anyway, he's very nice, and he gets it done really quickly. And um, you just email it to him or call him and say, I emailed this to you. Can I pick it up today uh -huh. or tomorrow? And today he delivered it Good to, to know. Me, but don't expect that. <laughs> he's bringing Not that service. Else. Yeah. <laughs> But so, yeah, I just, I ended up going with a local printer and I feel like it's a really worth, because if you're, if you're investing in an independently designed pattern, are we really trying to save pennies? No. Because no. <laughs> the pattern is already $14. Yeah, we are looking for a, po a positive sewing. And experience. I always okay. think like I could just buy the printed version, but then yeah, I have but to I wait. Have to wait. Yep. And I, it's still going to be faster if I have to wait till tomorrow when the printer's in to pick up my thing. So than waiting for it to be mailed to me. And I'm saving that designer, that workload time, mm -hmm. so maybe she can make something else cool She'll, that I can well, enjoy in that's the future. True. If you have the PDF, she's not ha she actually gets a better profit. Yeah. And I used to think that these independent sewing designers were pricey, but I, I took a, I took a look at the McCall's. If you spend that on oh your my patterns, gosh. you are not. <laughs> <laughs> I, you should never spend you the face value spend. on McCall's. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. But I, I didn't. I, I never spend the face face value at McCall's. But yeah. I never actually even looked at what it was. And because you know, Joanne's had a sale where all McCall's patterns for like a day or two were like a dollar ninety nine or mm -hmm. something like that. And like, so I bought eight. Yeah, awesome. But then I'm like, whoa face value of this is $22? Yeah, so like if you actually need something and you're getting the 40% off, you're still paying like a lot. A pretty high. And for the amount of work for an independent designer to do all the yeah. sizes that like Cashmere yeah. yeah. includes is a ton of work. Because so I'm McCall's like, it's not, totally worth McCall's it. Because McCall's is not all that many sizes. And they have huge machinery to do that. They mm -hmm. they have, it's a, there's no reason that there should ever be they that are expensive. They you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, independent designers, so they're, they're having to do all, all the work themselves with a small staff. What's it's, interesting, also, I mean, because I don't, I have talked about this before, that I don't follow the, like, politics of 
indie sewing designers much, but uh-huh. I don't know if you guys notice the spring designs and simplicity and McCall's are drawing a lot from a lot of the popular yep, independent designers. Now, some of the independent designers are just drafting core pieces, mm-hmm. but like I have been following the pattern, the um, hashtag breaking the pattern for named clothing because I really want to buy that book at some mm-hmm. point. Um, and also just other ones like the cal- the Cali shirt from um is it closet patterns? Mm-hmm. Um, I love this K A L L E that shirt. Closet so, case or something like that. Yeah, closet case, I think that's right. But with a K. No, I think it's C's. So anyway, anyway, whatever. The shirt is K A L E. Oh A L L E. Anyway, if you know what it is, you know what it is. If you don't, I'm sorry, I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a shirt a lot like that interestingly enough by another independent designer who got like picked up by simplicity mm. um but then it's then i go back to like don't be precious like knitters get precious about well i designed this first well a rib scarf is a rib scarf right um really you're gonna claim that first <laughs> or you know there's parallel evolution in the creative world like where you two great minds could be thinking of the same great right. idea and most of us are using the same stitch dictionary so yeah well, yeah. so, so it could be that where it's just the zeitgeist is going in that direction mm-hmm. of, but I just noticed that there's a lot of very similar things. Mm. It particularly like, I see a lot of imitation of named patterns, which I think those women, they're not doing business in America, but still mm-hmm. there has to be like some international right. copyrights, but fashion is a wild west though. There's no really way to protect your, it is your design aesthetic and fashion. You know, that r- reminds me of something interesting. I saw on Instagram this week where a, she's a knitting designer, but she was talking about a dress that she sewed mm-hmm. and it was a picture of her wearing this dress in this like great floral print. And she was saying that she, it's her favorite dress pattern. She was looking through the hashtag for this dress to look at other people who had made it. And two other people she found made it in the same print that she did and wow. there are two people that follow her in the same print that she did and cut out the f- flowers so that certain things hit in the same so it's basically the exact same dress that she yeah. made okay and she was saying that it's upset her and she thought about how you know in the does i guess in the sewing community which maybe i'm just not as well versed in that's kind of like a no-no thing to do is to like exactly copy somebody no, that well, can't be. I don't know. It was an mm. interesting. Let me see if I can pull it up. I'm not going to say exactly okay, who it was, but then she said, "Like okay, it's different if it's your customers who like what you did and they want to make what you made in the color that you made." You know, there's side effects to being an Instagram influencer mm-hmm. too. Like if you want people to like to follow your aesthetic, right. they're gonna copy what you're doing. She said. That can't be a real thing. Because, like, one of the things that pulled my mom out of enjoying teaching sewing, and it's not normal for knitters, because I never really observed it as a prevalent thing. It happened every once in a while. But mm-hmm. she tried to, she's an art quilter, and she, but she also thought she might make her way teaching classes. And so she designed a concept, mm-hmm. and then people would come into the quilt shop and want exactly that fabric and exactly, mm-hmm. e- just exactly print color, right. precisely what she made. And that upset her because she had this, she wanted to teach you how to like do the concept right. and not have the imitation. How to make this thing. Yeah. So, um, but quilters love like, mm-hmm. I want that print. I want it to repeat this way. I want it to be exactly like what I'm seeing. Right. 
like I'm not completely ignorant to the sewing community because like I worked in a fabric shop for my teen years so I never observed that but I observed quilters do that yeah knitters, knitters. don't do that so, so much. that's what she oh, says no, no, she no, no, says no, no. let me read what she I said I have to have that yarn that color exactly yeah, because when we're making samples for Lois yeah she said make sure we have plenty of it because when people come in and they see the sample they want that color they want that yarn that's why she had the thing. That's why she also felt like she wanted us to use yarn. Well, it was a good business to use yarn in the shop, but also don't use stuff that she cannot get because people. Then you spend a lot of time. Yeah, I I can't tell you how many people that said I want exactly that yeah. thing. So she mm, made a point I just about don't see it as much as you do in other venues. She said it wasn't a good feeling to see my sewing project copied like that with no acknowledgement that they were copies. Copying someone's sewing project is clo this closely is just not an acceptable thing to do who people do who are involved in the online sewing community. But a few hours later, I got to thinking about how so many people copy my knitting projects using the same pattern and the same yarn and the same color, and it never bothers me. Yeah. It's very common in the knitting yeah. community to copy directly other people's projects, so I'm not sure why it bothers me so much with sewing. It's really more about the online culture slash etiquette around those crafts more than it is the copying. I'm curious how other people feel about recreating another's project in either craft. Would you do it or not? Never at all. Do you not think it's a big deal? And I was kind of like, I don't think it's a big deal. Ding, ding. I, <laughs> I don't think it's a big and deal. And I didn't realize that it was a thing that you're not in supposed sewing. to do. If I did copy or if I was inspired by somebody, I, I would tag that person. Oh, yeah. I would be like, I made this. <laughs> And made it. It was amazing. So I totally copied her and I would tag her. Well, and but, Okay, but that's the point. No one, she's seeing these things, but people are not tagging her. That's, I think, why she's upset credit. about it is that I think that it comes out with this gorgeous dress and they're like, and so oh my gosh, it, look at this amazing thing you made. And they're like, yeah, cool. Thanks. I made it. I figured it out myself. Well, I figured out how to copy her myself. <laughs> you know, that There's something to that. But now, if, mean, she, if she just followed the pattern. It didn't do any special hacks or I think it was more about like the exact same fabric and the exact same way that it was yeah I, I don't I don't see it. getting upset about that that's flattering that that's is a flattering pretty, that someone like, loved your stuff so much yeah they wanted to be what you it's did. a great dress by the way yeah. mm -hmm. um gorgeous yeah anyway and, I, and I'm jealous that she can wear that color cardigan it really would it does irritate me when I match people though like I was joking with a, a coworker on her very first day, we um, came in wearing. I thought about wearing this berry colored cardigan I have that day too, and she came in on her first day wearing this uh -huh. beautiful berry colored cardigan. It's not the same. It's just the same color. That's it. And now I don't know that I. I joked with her about this, but now I don't know that I'm ever gonna wear that. <laughs> you don't want to show up and <laughs> both be wearing the same I, color. You don't own that color. I know that, but I don't <laughs> like to match people unless it's very intentional. Three, three, you know, three good but shape, right? Yeah. But it has to be, like, very but if it's not designed and intentional. thing, it's a different... We feel how we feel. Yes. No matter what. <laughs> well, someone else I loved in the past and I worked with, we, we had similar dresses. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, look, we're twinsies! And you're like, Then oh. I can tie that dress. Yeah. And we go fabric shopping together, and she's, and she's like, can I have a little of that one? You can have it all. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah, love matching I don't people. don't like that. Because I want, I, I, that is one of the joys of being a maker is that you can have. You're pretty your sure you're not going to match someone you're else. You're not going to walk in and because somebody else is going to wear the same I can, target dress. Okay, okay, I get it now because you want your voice to be represented 
when someone's copying you, it's like they're using your voice for their thing, sort of. Maybe yeah, that's maybe maybe that's you too probably deep made it more concrete deep. than it really is. I think it's a very like lizard brain reaction from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <That's real. laughs> or just like that's mine. <laughs> Get off my stoop. <laughs> yeah, like I'm being a toddler and. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. What it's you weird. Saying? You're not like giving more, more like a deeper meaning to that. I didn't. Oh, was that argue. a question? Or <laughs> we were supposed to argue with you? No, no, no. No, Anne. No, of course not. <laughs> of course, but you're not being a like, toddler. Like I was being a toddler. <laughs> anyway, so, I just thought that was an interesting. That thing is really that... interesting. But isn't? I also think it's interesting. I guess I'm though. oblivious to it because. I think more like a, from a, the knit world perspective, not so much from the Which is why maybe I was like, I never knew that that was a thing. And also maybe I was glad that I hadn't done it to somebody, but also I just don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a thing. Well, I don't know. See, you know, that's interesting. It's a thing for her. Yeah. Because I follow uh, Sarah Lawson's So Sweetness. Um, she has a Facebook group. You, it's a lot of the sewing groups are a closed group. They want, they, they have a few questions before they just let anybody in. Mostly be to to keep people there that mm-hmm. are of like minded. Anyway, so people love to share their bags, and their hacks, and their different things, and they get really flattered when people say, "Oh, I love that. I'm going to steal it. Just let me know. <laughs> Thank you, because it's awesome what you just did." But I guess in that way, you're still crediting them. Also, I don't know. It, I just it might. I probably. I wonder how those two followers feel yeah i mean yeah it's just interesting because like we're considering the designer's feelings right now yeah so i wonder how those two followers feel being called out that they did this thing they may or may not have intended to mm-hmm. harm her there with. might be an etiquette that should have fell in most place of the um that's interesting most of the comments that i'm seeing she has a lot of comments on this so there's a lot mm-hmm. of things to read i'm just sort of glancing through a lot of people are like i think it's fine i don't think it's a big deal imitation's the best form of flattery sort yeah. of but there's yeah. also people who are like i would probably be irritated if they didn't tag me and say i was inspired by you so yeah it's sort of fun to get that in. but but not everyone craves that like so i wonder if she were tagged by these people and she said and they said i was inspired by you if she would then be upset that they copied her you know, if they had given her credit, she, if she would still feel find, the same way. How did she find out? She said she was looking through the hashtags of that and noticed, oh, oh like, that looks exactly like my dress. And then oh. saw. But anyway. Well. There you go. Did you talk about what you finished? No. Oh, talk um, about what you finished. I have I see something been over there. trying to diligently finish my class samples. Yeah. We're <laughs> only two weeks since it's been announced. So actually, I'm doing a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I finished my scissor case long before class, mm-hmm. at least a week before. Maybe, Quilo, maybe Quil- before that. I think Quillo was, was done, too. It was last night. Was it was fun? great. I had okay. three people in it, a husband and wife, which I dearly love. That's awesome. Um, just a public service announcement. If a man shows up for class, please don't quiz him if he's in the right place. He was in the right place. Don't you <laughs> hate it when uh, the... What did, there's got to be a term for that. It's like mansplaining, but it's not because yeah. it's the other way around. Yeah, but I mean it. So we were talking about this earlier, and I said something along the lines of, I don't think men need a lot more safe places in this world, but I want, I, you know, to be inclusive of anyone who's interested in learning with us. Yeah. And if someone came, if I went into somewhere that was a more typically male environment and they were like, what are you doing here, little lady? 
which oh. is, happens all the time. Oh, <laughs> which, oh, when does yeah. that not happen? But I don't okay. like it, so, like, put yeah. out in the world what you Well, you are want. a underprivileged person in that environment. Yes. They are underprivileged coming into this environment. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. it's, you know, the other side of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there but. are judgments made. But that's awesome. That without actually, yeah. pe- when people see, I remember in the yarn shop, when people see men coming in, it's the assumption that they're there looking for their wife that they don't have a place there. And it's like, you know what? Lots of men are excellent. You know, we can discuss with, gender yeah. politics and knitting for a future yeah. episode. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. big but anyway, worms. It was a PSA. Anyway. Quick PSA. Anyway, if it's yeah. my class, please don't. Oh, of course. Uh, so, um, really cool scissor case. And it's something I've always wanted to make. I think my son made me one. It's really sweet. But I have, like, a lot of scissors. So mm-hmm. I needed more scissor cases. Very quick, easy thing. Um, I made a quillow, mm-hmm. um, and it's really cute. It's, um, a quillow is a blanket that has a little pocket that you fold in on itself and foldy, fold, fold. It's fold a quilt pocket. And a it's a quilt and a pillow. Fold the pocket over and voila, your blanket's put away and you have a pretty throw pillow. Um, we, I made them for my family and we love them and use them the most of anything I think I've ever given my family. Wow. Um, and I have unicorns on one side and cute sparkly, um, not glittery, but just kind of sparkly, um, stars on the other side. And, um, I finished a dress for my daughter. Mm-hmm. I talked about mm. this kitty cat fabric yep. some time ago. It's pink background with like swirls of black and white kitties that I said. Is that what you got it? Uh, uh, mood. mood. One of the fabrics I got at Mood. I'm doing a good job. I've like really been moving through nice. my Mood fabrics. <laughs> um, so she wanted to wear it to her birthday party, which was on the 31st of March. And I um, whipped it up and finished it about a couple, two hours before the birthday <laughs> party. <laughs> That doesn't surprise very me at all. Simple pinafore, very simple mm-hmm, t-shirt. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, and I, I actually had like the a different one where she picked the fabric out, but I couldn't, I was really tired working on it one night and I was making really dumb mistakes. Like I flipped over a piece where I'd like carefully cut everything out. So all the bunny heads lined mm-hmm. up right. And, and then I sewed the lining piece to the outside and it was just stupid mistake after stupid mistake. So I stopped, tucked it in my project bag and went home and I can't find that project bag right now. Uh-oh. So I actually started maybe a month before her birthday party, and I just can't find the pieces. So I whipped up this secret kitty fabric, and I brought it home, and we're all hustling to get everything to the party place. And then I um, said, okay, get ready to get dressed, and I pulled out this hypno kitty fabric. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Mom, it's so exciting. She's like... Yeah. boiling over with joy and I said um, oh I'm so like you're you're loving this fabric just the way I hoped you would and um, you know what I was telling people about this fabric is if you ever learned that this fabric existed and that I knew it existed and didn't buy it that you would just suddenly stop talking to me mm-hmm. and she's you know now eight years old and she says yes mom that's exactly what would have happened <laughs> exactly that would have happened that is exactly right mom <laughs> yeah. So I know that girl. I want to give credit to the person whose sewing case tutorial um, we worked with mm-hmm. and uses our, our jumping off point. It's Miss, M-I-S-S, 
sews it all and her blog mm. is sews it all dot mm. really smartly designed um sewing case uh, scissor holder and um it was interesting everybody quilted theirs in different ways and that's fine um used Does different it interfacing in it no interfacing but batting thin, batting. thin cotton batting that i used from my pot quilting class fun <laughs> um I'm almost done with my Perfect Fix pants, which are a McCall's Palmer plush pattern. That's a two-piece um, pattern. But I need to change my invisible zipper because you can kind of see it, and it's a caramel color and a dark brown fabric. <laughs> it's not as, as invisible as it... Yeah. So there's, like, a little gaping, so it doesn't... It am amplifies that it might not be a perfect fit, which it is. Right. Um, I think I changed my mind on that. <laughs> what, what if it's a perfect... Like, no, if you're no. going to make them. Yes. So, Karen, bless her heart. So, I mean, actually, we should oh. get credit for finishing fitting Karen's jean pattern. That is oh something we That's both so much work. finished fitting the pattern. So, Palmer Plush is this tissue fitting concept that's been around for a long time. She has books, um, at least three different books. They, 80s or 90s was the publishing date on them. And um, then there's also McCall's Patterns that use the idea. And so Karen has a Palmer Flesh jeans the pattern. Wrong pattern. So with, cute. It's reviewed in the most recent Threads uh, magazine. Oh. And it has like a yoke and then a cute little petal waistband. I don't know if that attracts you, but I really like the little scalloped waistband. But probably tissue fitting, using the technique of tissue fitting on for jeans. pants on jeans is maybe not the best place. Maybe I like, should. I think I think I would Maybe like you to could try that try with the a other different pattern. pair of pants. You want to do the other pattern? The two-piece pattern <laughs> that takes about an hour to assemble when you're done fitting it. Oh my gosh, there's so took many about 30 minutes to, to fit and it an hour so to assemble. Just to even make the parts of the jeans. And then when we realize we need to adjust on one part, we have to adjust it all the way up. But I, I think making a it's muslin It's going to fit you so good. Well, and when then have, there's the realist. I think this is the hardest part for me was realizing because I make all kinds of clothes, but nothing that has a fit because then I can tell myself I'm just this size and I don't have to think about the actual measurements. I know you might be shocked. I don't actually do my own measurements on me. And so I was time, shocked, actually, when we sat down to do this. What do you ever see me wear? Drawstring pants. Well, you know, if Not I can be... Things that can be fudged. A straight shooter right now. Please do. Like, was, we look thinner if we wear clothing mm -hmm. that fits. If that's our desired aesthetic, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, if your aesthetic is not closely fit and tailored, then there's I nothing wrong with that either. You I have actually a, a very nice style aesthetic. I actually don't look in the mirror to, at my shape that much at all, like ever. So finding out what those numbers were kind of made me sad. But as an um, objective observer, you look thinner if you well wear fitting, clothes that fit you Well-fitting clothes but, are always more flattering than clothes that don't fit properly. Yeah, which that could still be a voluminous style. So. Yeah. But I will, what do you I like will, to wear? What do you feel good when you're wearing, you know? Maybe that's the thing. I don't really wear jeans. And I bought the pattern because I thought it would be nice to actually wear a pair of jeans that might be comfortable. Yes. And which if they fit well, they might be. And if they, f which I'm really, okay. I know I sound like I'm whining, but. You're not. And being unhappy. But on the other hand, 
I am really, really glad that we did the tissue fitting because I would have cut out fabric and I would have had a failed pair of pants that wouldn't fit me because I would have said, well, I think I'm this size. Mm. I, I always said, well, in regular clothes and off the re ready to wear, oh, RTW, yeah. and ready to wear, I'm this size. So I guess anything. it means yep. nothing in it patterns. Really means that's a really hard thing to wrap your head around mm -hmm. yeah. when you're getting into sewing is embracing that being. But it's I mean it shouldn't be hard for us because we acknowledge that as knitters mm -hmm. that if you have the right gauge and you're making the right size pattern to the desired finished product, but you're going to have success. More emotional when it's sewing. It does. I don't know why. I don't. I'm not so sure either. But. Um, I think it's because you're more in contact with that size number. You're like, you see it when you're cutting out your pattern. You see it when you're tracing your pattern. You see it all, like, maybe you, because when you're knitting, you pick a, pa a size and you're like, okay, that one. And then you never have to look at that number yes. again in the rest of your knitting project, yeah. really. It's but true. when you're cutting out fabric and stuff like that, you're more faced with the number. Yeah. But and, it's a number. And yeah. I don't shop very often mm -hmm. because when I, p I pick pieces I like and then I wear them to death and then I so I could go years without really acknowledging acknowledging that my shape has changed over the years mm -hmm. and I mean I my shape is my shape I'm I feel more comfortable with it because um, I'm more comfortable in my own skin than I used to be I think I tell myself that and then well, that's how you make a trip. Yeah, you have to like, keep telling yourself yeah. that. <laughs> and then, then I went to go fit myself, and I realized I'm not you know, fit. But, it's... but then you said something really kind that I never even thought about. You said I had a very nice waist, and I you, never You thought really about... do. You have this. Karen is very hourglass. Mm -hmm. See, you say nice waist, and my, in my brain, my, my says, well... Oh, the gesture I, I was making a, is like a little V. She yeah. goes like straight down a, to a cute I have little a, V. I have a waist <laughs> because I have bigger hips. And I'm not trying to be self-deprecating. No, I That's hear the you. process that goes in my sure. head. But you also have a chest, so you're very balanced. That is true. You know, I, it takes it takes a long time to unlearn the things that you have learned to feel bad about yourself for. Yeah. So, and it's not... Your journey to body confidence is not going to be a straight line up a yeah. mountain. It's oh, like God. up and down and up and down and up yep. and down. And then eventually yeah. someday you'll be like, you know, feeling a little bit better. So but, you don't have to feel bad that maybe it wasn't. Me, but companies like Cashmerette, when, mm -hmm. you start, when you start to see people like that look like you, that you can identify with yeah. in media, it makes you feel a little more comfortable. It's not that I need someone else's approval or to feel good about myself it's no, just because you're only going to find that interior like intrinsically yeah. you're not going to find that it just mm. everyone wants to see someone that they can identify with mm -hmm. and, and it's and it's nice that pattern designers are trying to be more size inclusive because there's nothing that makes you feel worse about yourself than when you pick a pattern you love and you're like well can't make it like yeah. i'm like i i tend to fall just outside the size range for a lot of pattern designers and yep. stuff so it's like well that would be really cute and it looks cute on all these people but i'm not gonna figure it out on my own to no, why would to I buy this pattern and not have it be ready for me to work on so yeah. it's good that there are a lot of pattern designers out there that are helping people mm -hmm. feel better about it because then you know you can make it you don't have to look at a pattern and be like oh i really hope it fits you know well and when they show those those items on um curvy shapes mm -hmm. 
And then you get a better idea. I feel more confident because I'm like, wow, that is so flattering on that gal. Mm-hmm. That might be flattering on me too. Yeah. So. I agree. I'm having a different dichotomy. Okay. Where I'm like following a lot of different size and shape women who are practicing body confidence. Mm-hmm. And I look at their Instagrams and they look so pretty. Uh-huh. And then, but then I look at my own same kind yep. of imperfections and I cannot see those as beautiful and like all that beautiful luscious flesh and those whatever shape you are and I'm like how is it that I look at you and you just look so deliciously luscious and beautiful but I'm not looking at the parts I'm looking at the overall package like like when I see this cashmere pattern I like that they're showing it on two slightly I mean they're both curvy but they have curves in different places yeah yeah I think that's another important thing to acknowledge about curvy is we're all curvy and mm-hmm. we're curvy really different in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you're not. I have huh? a friend yeah. I have a friend who wants to make a cashmere pattern. She was like, Oh, that looks great. Can you help me pick a size? And I was like, Yeah, sure. So she sent me her measurements and she's not curvy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. those patterns are written for curvy women. So yeah, I was top. like, Well, you would have to grade it down to like your size measurements to make it work, or maybe that's just not a pattern meant for you. And but and that's okay, too. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. You yeah. wish you could make everything, but a pattern can des- designer can only do yeah. so many things without spending $100 on a pattern that you'll mm-hmm. have to buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, like, what you were talking about, Anne, about how you look at someone and you're like, Damn, you look you awesome. Look yeah. And that person can look almost exactly like you. Yeah. And then and you I put on that outfit it. and you look in your mirror and you're like, what the hell am I? Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. I wore, I was at the... I was at like Old Navy or whatever and I was looking in the clearance rack and there was this really cute romper that was like a dress but it had shorts and I was like these look so cute on everybody and I tried it on and I looked like a giant baby. I was like this <laughs> looks so, it might just just been the wrong one but I was like I'm gonna try this on it's gonna look cute and I was like oh no this is not cute. <laughs> I bought a romper today because I was done wearing my work clothes yeah. and I don't care what I look like today. This was like really a yellow sundress. It was a little fr- like it, I looked like a baby. Like it was not... <laughs> <laughs> not a good look. Oh. <laughs> it probably did. It's just, I so I, and I told myself, I was like, I wish you had done a selfie. No, 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 it was real bad. I was like, this is not the one Something for me. It will show up eventually. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. No, yeah, the, the right jumpsuit. It probably looked real cute on someone, but it was not me. Um, I don't know. Well, that's like, particularly Old Navy. Like, I don't like Old Navy pants, but mm-hmm. they look really cute on other people. Um you know what? They might look cute on you, though. I cannot commit to a jumper. No, no, no. Gaping pants. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not no, a good look. Yeah. This, it's the slash pocket. I oh, have, yeah. Like, I hate a real, that. A real hard on against them. Like, what was why? That? I said a hard on. Like, <laughs> it's a reverse boner. Okay. <laughs> 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 I think that's called a hard off. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> But I, but I, feel I have a reverse about... boner for old ladies. Yes, folks, it's after it's ten. 10:30. Well, I mean, we're outside, outside, of, really, we're outside really of prime time. Strong, intense feelings. So <laughs> I feel uh-huh. like I'm not going to recant my words. No. Um, it, so, like the slash you. pocket doesn't belong oh on any God. women's clothing. No. So the women I'm jealous of have very straight hips. Mm, yeah. Um, and I, I posted that on Weight Watchers once on the forum, and I was I was like really rocking a smallest size I've been in a long time, 
and um, helpful, friendly, <laughs> lovely people on on Weight Watchers who usually, like it's usually very positive. They did not want to join in on my strong feelings. They're like, "Oh, you could get those pants and sew the closed." Like, it's like, how about they don't make them that way? <laughs> Why should I spend money? And don't then tell me what I can do. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I know. <laughs> well, um, what were we talking about before? I don't even know. Oh, things we finished. Things we finished. We finished great um, shaping Karen's pattern. <laughs> and it's interesting when we were doing it, like there were curves that you really, really massage. But it was like, are these going to work? And then we put the tissue on it and it fit you perfectly. And it was interesting the way the lines went. <laughs> um, cut it out already. I want to see it. I bought a pattern for a pair of pants or a pair of jeans from Cashmere because I thought if anybody's going to make a pattern that is going to work, I know that I've used them before. So the I Ames, bought her. The Ames jeans. Yeah. I have that pattern. Yeah. I just bought it. Maybe we should try fitting that one. Okay. Do you have the printed version or do I have to print it still? I had the PDF. Okay, me too. I was and hoping you had the printed out version. Shop. I could cop it. Copy shop. Yeah. Well, I. That's like a oh, actually... someday maybe I'll make some jeans. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of work. Well, I will. That's I, an old goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I used to be obsessed with that in my twenties, and I don't know that I ever did it. Mm. I was I hoping to do it, it before May, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Because <laughs> you'd wear them a lot. I right? might actually. I hope so. I might actually print it out and do the whole tape and stuff. But once I spend all that time taping and piecing the pattern together i will never do that again party i will trace over it so you're oh, yeah. welcome since you actually own it and i actually own it you'll let me trace it i'll let you trace it thank you so i'll save i have i have well it depends on well i guess that doesn't matter uh, i was gonna say you could do the same for the two cashmere patterns i have printed out but it's i have printed a certain bust size of the three PDFs, but I guess pants don't have a bust What size, if it's so. like that time when we're like, no, I have the longest arms and all this, like, <laughs> yeah. put our arms out, and it turned out we all had about the same length arms, because we're also all about the same height. That True. Was, what yeah. if we all had the Bra same Bra shopping size last bust? year. That, cha- that, that was Just a shocker. Just different size boobs. <clears throat> and no, I, no, I mean, like, shaped boobs. That's what I mean. <laughs> you know how it is? Just a different configuration. For yeah. years, I was wearing a C or D, and I am nowhere near that. What are you? <laughs> Let's share. I'm like, I mean... <laughs> they said I was, between, I was. I can't yeah, wait to tell okay. you what I am. But it's a number. It's just a letter. I can't wait to tell you what I am. I feel like I'm 12 right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your mom lets you wear a bra? <laughs> what was it like? You're, okay. you're fogging up your glasses. You're laughing I'm, so I'm hard. laughing, crying. And my glasses are fogging oh. up. Okay. They couldn't fit me. I'm in between. Oh, what is it? I'm in between a D and the double D. Oh. But the double Ds that I are too big, but the D's too small. What if they yeah. went for a D and a double D and a certain style cup? I wonder. Um. Yeah, I, I go very conservative with a cup. I used to do the push up, but I've got plenty. Oh, I don't no. need them pushed up. No, they no. just Full sort of coverage is all that I am about. Yeah, I've decided that like life the... is too short to wear anything with an underwire anymore. I'm oh, amen to that. Cool with underwire because I like the way it makes. Yeah. Me look. Um. Yeah, but until the underwire wears out, and then it pinches. Right and then it pops, and then it stabs I'm, you in the boob. And then when the I worst. just go I hate that. and pull it out, and then I save it like I'm going to make a bra someday in the future. <laughs> yeah. I still so have. So right now I actually have one no underwire cup today, <laughs> and one underwire cup. And if you study. We should do late night recordings actually, more often. <laughs> okay, so I technically have 
underwire to remember that I went oh, through a yeah. phase where oh, yeah, I, yeah, you I had to make a bra for so you. So I'm a little obsessed with that, and I think it might be the same company. I've been meaning to ask you. Is it Madeline? Mad? Mad? I have to look. I bought all the simplicity patterns for her because I got obsessed with her Instagram and her bra making mm. tutorials. The They're ones like I was doing was Chicago. on Etsy, and I finally and I I did I cut out the parts for the bra, and I took years because I didn't have the courage. You know, there's not that many parts to a bra. Yeah, and I didn't have the courage to to make it, and then two years later, and many many pounds heavier my bra size changed and so <laughs> i finally her. made it but it doesn't fit yes girl i need to find a smaller gown adorable she looks girl, great i don't think i would let myself be photographed wearing this but she looks great so she's yeah, like but she has a smile on her face so yeah. some of the beauty is the confidence she's yeah. so radiant yeah. in who she is in her own skin and that also is beautiful so she's wearing this really really cute blush um like bralette, a bralette mm -hmm. with like a really wide um elastic band so the elastics part of the decoration with roses on it and um you know we're probably about the same size like maybe a size 16 or so and she's looks gorgeous um the person who made me obsessed is her screen name is m-m-a-d-a-l-y-n-n it's madeline intimates and lingerie and she's got a whole bunch of simplicity bra patterns and oh. she sells kits to make those patterns you don't get the pattern. You have to buy the pattern separately, which is like fine. A, I'll buy the dollar ninety nine simplicity pattern. I took yeah. a couple classes on Craftsy. Yeah. So and I own them. And the gal who does it, she's out of Canada or some northern American state that's close to the board Canadian border, so they're practically the same thing. But um, she she really talked about even how to adjust them. But it's like, well, you can adjust so much for small micro adjustments for fit but mm -hmm. when you grow two sizes bigger you mm -hmm. can't really add more to the cups that you've already oh, cut a new one. well so there's yeah. a bra company i'm sort of interested in but i keep chickening out about buying their stuff and their website is they like guide you through what shape are you actually hmm. and like are you close together are you spread apart <clears throat> do you you know which way do things point mm -hmm. <laughs> And I think that's a big part of getting the right the right fit. Fit is acknowledging that that part of our bodies is not the same sh shape on every woman, and not um, necessarily the same shape as you get older either. Yeah, I'm Being not gonna shift. look up the name because I'm not advertising yeah. for free for people. So, <laughs> but you've probably all seen it in your Instagram feed, and so it's like interesting to see if you go to their like show me more that they guide you through the actual shape things. Dang, Katie, you're almost done with that, just since we've been recording. Eh, no, I just started the front. Um, uh, double D here, too. Oh, with me an too. Ever <gasps> oh, my God. What if it's true? <laughs> it's all the same. Okay, so arms, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can't be entirely sure because I've it. not yeah. been properly or uh, professionally measured. But. Fair enough. But you can get different. Ant we should all go to, like, Althea's or one of the bra making Road trip. And it's a Main Street. Mid -town. Yeah. <laughs> Mid -town. Um, that's really funny. I, I called it. Make make well, the time know, mark when I call it. Now I know whose wardrobe I'm gonna read from. Yeah. <laughs> um, you two both dress great. You too. Whale guys. So we mm. kind of organically moved into. Yeah, our we were gonna talk topic. about um, 
Making sewing things. for me main may yeah. but we're doing me main may this year meaning in may you wear things that you made and ideally you wear something you made every day but um or a goal that you set for yourself yeah so we were going to talk about things that we have sewn and but i think we kind of already did it yeah i think we so talked about the things you seem pretty well versed in the founder of me made may mm-hmm. and like who that is so the so i've been told i say that too often so, but so you know who you are <laughs> Um, it's not me. There's a website called Sozo, what do you know, dot blogspot dot com. And that's S-O-Z-O, what do you know? And how it began was she was, um, back in 2010, she was the, the gal from, what is her name? I should probably, oh, her name is Zoe. Um, she was in Spain and at the time I was getting into making her own clothes and thinking about the meaning and motivations behind making your own handmade wardrobe. And she wanted to see how far she could rely on the items that she had made. Um, and it gave, it also gave her a push to try some other types of garments that she'd never tackled before. And the idea, the reason why she started doing it every year is the idea is that you're, you, you try to focus on the things it, on your wardrobe so you can don't just put on clothes that you just have had all year but think about the clothes that you've maybe they're clothes you've made but you look at your wardrobe at and how it was formed and decide are these you know maybe you love these pieces maybe and you wear them out or maybe there's pieces in your wardrobe that you haven't worn for a lot but you realize it's because you don't reach for it because it's not what you want and it's just a way to be for the month of May being conscious of of your clothing and probably it's kind of late so I'm probably rambling no, you're but doing good. um integrating it, it, them into your life it's kind of yeah. a challenge and it's it, it's a challenge but it's not a challenge that someone else sets for you you set the challenge for yourself and what you do is throughout the month of April you start May April 1st but through May 1st um, and I think you might, st- even if you don't get to the website and sign up, whatever, you're just doing, there's no one that's going to I'm sure she's ch- happy if we participate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no I'm not going to go and sign up because I just... Well, there's no... I'm not going to, There's but no real benefit. You're not going to get a sticker. Right. There's no... I'm going to set my own personal goal and... That's the point. And I'm going to hashtag. Hashtag the head. Yep. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to post an Instagram story of what I'm wearing each day and then by the end of the week make like a collage of... Oh, the outfits I wore idea. that week. That's my idea. Yeah. That but and and that's great if that's for you. If yeah. that's not for you, you don't have to. Like I probably will not take the time to um, pick out things I've made. But I actually wear a lot of what I make all year long. But I'm going to put a little more thought into. Um, I have several projects that where the fabrics cut out, and I just need to. My goal is to finish some of these finished projects um, th- throughout the month of May and bring these projects that I've already started into my wardrobe. Um, maybe put a little, my goal is to, um, uh, I, wrote, I wrote down my goals and then I forgot <laughs> where I wrote them, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned. You'll yeah. find out if she, recount, re- recount them when you, um, wrap up at the end of May. The idea is to wear something you've made every day. And it's not, for us, 
at the studio, it's not just necessarily sewing because we don't just sew. We mm. knit and we crochet. And I think if I made a bag and I would use it, that that counts because I'm wearing it over my shoulder. So there you go. Well, because I was thinking about today I wore me made and I, I got off track on like the things I finished. Mm -hmm. So I finished the um, Heidi, really Heidi cool. Karamar's um, Sunshine Coast pullover. That color is amazing. It's a ba it's baby speckles from Sirdar. And it seems like that yarn is discontinued, and mm. it makes me really sad now that I've worked with it. But that doesn't look like baby yarn. No, it's a pretty lavender and white speckle. Mm -hmm. And then I, um, there wasn't enough to make the whole sweater, so I capped the sleeves and the um, color block the bottom. Yeah, I color block them with um, a really pretty dark purple that has like a real soft um, self striping to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I wore it to work today. No one noticed. Hmm. But that's good because yeah. it just means it someone's not like gonna I'm, be like, "Did you make that?" Yeah. <laughs> Look at poor Anne; she made the mistake of trying to make her own clothes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, it's getting a little warm to wear sweaters, but this is a cotton acrylic blend. Oh, there you go. And I should block it. I steam blocked it because the bottom mm -hmm. um, likes to curls. But so uh, you know, it's just about. In so my goal, what I really wanted to do, because I like to make stupidly um, unattainable goals. <laughs> is to i wanted to make five bottoms five tops that could be a capsule work mm -hmm. wardrobe mm -hmm. um and i actually have a decent start i think i have most of the way finished on three of the bottoms and the fourth one finished and then two of the tops are finished so if i work real hard the next we actually, from today, we, we have... have. And yeah. you don't necessarily have to have it finished before May 1st. Well, because I want to do it as capsule. Oh, that okay. works really well for me, mm. and I just feel a lot more um, do you in find control that it, of my morning. It simplifies. It, it says, this. these are the pieces I'm going to focus on this week, so you don't start pulling everything out and trying to... Well, I mean, definitely it focuses on that thoughtfulness mm -hmm. and how useful are the clothes I'm making. Because, I mean, I can make... I can make anything I want and I'm actually like in a weird mood where I want to get rid of every piece of clothing I own right now and yep. only have things that fit me right right now and then I made which isn't a very financially responsible thing to do <laughs> I remembered one of my other goals yeah I have lots of wonderful things on the mending pile oh um, yeah so there's there's pieces of clothing that I liked well enough to wear parts of it out. Yeah. But and some of it's store bought and some of it's stuff I made. Mm -hmm. But if I'm mending it, I'm calling it a me a me mend mend. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I know it was mend March, but sometimes that needs to carry over into, into yeah May. alliteration. Whatever. <laughs> Don't let them bind you. But that's also part of being conscious of what you're wearing, not as a good or bad thing, but is but hey. It is. I'm taking care. I want to mm -hmm. mend, get some stuff out of the mending pile so it can be part of my wardrobe again. Yeah. So set yourself some so, sort of goal. Yeah. I think mine is to wear a thing I made every day. Yeah. And also at one, at least one point in the month, I'd like to wear a whole outfit of things that I have made because I have, I think I got rid of that pair of pants that wasn't right. But I have like some um, like leggings and stuff that I've sewn mm -hmm. that I could do for bottoms. Mm -hmm. I have a dress that I'm almost done with. This is actually the first dress I've ever sewn. Yeah. I don't wear dresses that often. Oh, I love dresses. Um, so I have the possibility of there being a whole outfit of things that I have mm -hmm. sewn. Um, so I'm going to try and do that at least once. If I get the jeans done, then that's going to be a lot easier task to 
maybe I'll do that more often, but at least one thing that I've made every day could be sewn, could be knit. And then I'm also going to let myself call my purse that I carry every day that I made oh, yeah. count if I really can't for the day. So I made this. <laughs> Absolutely. Then that's I'll wear it around my neck. <laughs> yeah. So jewelry, like if your forte is jewelry. Oh yeah. That's a great wear idea. a piece you you've made. Your jewelry, you could. That I mean, would like be cool. Because we are so like we like to multicraft. Touch a lot of different sure. crafts. Like mm -hmm. we have quite our the world is our oyster, so to speak. But yeah. um, but if you have one thing you focus on, like you know, many of you may knit and crochet, and it's getting away from that. Um, timeliness of wearing your knitter crocheted things mm -hmm. um i bet you could find something that you've made that is i'm gonna dig through and see older stuff that i've made too because i'm sure there's made stuff of cotton that's... that it's it's because yeah, may is kind of a challenging month to do it too because at least in fillmore it's not cold yeah so i can't wear sweaters no. which would make this challenge a lot easier yeah. oh yeah but yeah we'll see i have a couple knitted tops that i've made so Maybe, I don't know. Or we'll maybe see. that um, temperature challenge will tr lead me uh, to think I should yeah. knit more things that are weather appropriate. <laughs> no, like you might try a different craft. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's I why mean, I'm doing a lot of garment sewing yeah, recently. Exactly. So those listeners. I do want to also... make a lot, not a lot more, but at least a couple more of that um, Springfield top because I really, really liked it. I want to make it in the, in the, the Essex box. linen. Ooh. I want to make another. Yes. Okay. When you said that would make a great top, I suddenly became obsessed. Luckily, I dropped that obsession because I one have of the, a lot of other unfinished yeah. things. <laughs> one of the ladies at Fabric Town was like, oh, you're buying this. This is my favorite to make shirts for my husband. And I was like, I never thought about using this for garments, but yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm going to at least do that before May starts because I'm very excited about that shirt. Hey, I wonder if if the, the downside of making a really great top as mm -hmm. a class sample is you can't wear it you can borrow it i, I, I mean I, nobody's here on wednesdays i've wear borrowed it, on it, I've borrowed it if, if i borrow it out of out of the studio people will not see it to sign up for the class yeah, just got to be fast. careful about when you yeah. borrow it yeah. <laughs> or you make another sample i want to make an, uh, the asymmetric tunic by indigo junction is a fabulous it's a tunic or a dress, uh, or no, I'm sorry, tunic or a top, but you could easily change it to make a dress. Um, I just want to make a gazillion of them. Mm -hmm. I saw a hack where they had sleeves, but I actually like it sleeve as a sleeveless tunic slash top. And the part of the reason I like it is because I can wear something underneath it if I want sleeves. Mm -hmm. Or I'm, I'm thinking about end of, towards the end of May when we go to our annual pilgrimage to... Uh, Disneyland, I will be loving to wear that thing all around the this parks. Sure. So. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah. Anywho, that's perfect. I, I was just looking at the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a picture of the back or just the side? I, yeah. That's the back. Oh, that's very That nice. was view B, so you could do a plain back or you could do the one with the. Yeah, it's a, that the looks seams. really flattering. Because sometimes the back, like, I don't like looking from the back of me and seeing just a box. So yeah. That's no, that's the those seams were very flattering. I'm And thank you, Anne. You're for welcome. bringing the, the full length <laughs> mirror into oh you're welcome <laughs> into the studio very needed yeah and for the coffee maker you're also welcome <laughs> which was it's just been sitting idle at home because we just don't drink as much coffee at home like when we got a hot water dispenser at home i just drink a lot more tea instead of coffee oh i can get some decaf uh cure another thing ann's gonna bring us is a photo prop background oh, yes. for me yeah. main it's actually like here in the car but so, i'm not gonna dig it out right now if you come to the studio in something great that you've made Kids you can use it. our um photo background to take a great picture of your mm -hmm. outfit or whatever mm -hmm. or 
maybe let us take a picture of your great outfit and we maybe post it. And I'm going to use it myself to take pictures of stuff too. So I have a phone stand that you can attach your phone to. Ooh. So I might try and remember to bring that in because that, that would be helpful. Good. You know, I have a tripod so, I'm not even using. There you go. We could. Uh, you can put a fan, phone on I don't on know it? if you could put the phone on it. You can put this has like a on. clip. So it's like a tripod with a clip to hold oh, your cell phone. Oh, specifically for you. Yeah. That is, so we want to support you in your yes. documentation. We're going to be very excited when we yes. see you in May wearing the things that you've yes. made. I mean, we already get excited when you guys bring in where the things that you made from our classes, mm -hmm. but um, I, I will be super, super stoked to see you participate with us. Yeah. So. Well, we just did um, the, the two hour mark, so we should probably wrap it up. Are you lucky you got two hours of us this time? Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Thursdays? Or just save that for the newsletter. Well, check your newsletter. The right? newsletter. Yes, we'll come our... out. Yeah, well, the newsletter, you probably already know about it because... You in the newsletter you read, please you read. Remember that we send out newsletter a newsletter every <laughs> month in your email. Well, if so you don't please get read it, it. Yeah, join our email list, please. If you yeah. are wondering what newsletter we're talking, you go about. to our website yep. and there's a little form you can sign up right there on that front page, yep. and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and probably Instagram's better. I feel like most of the time the things that end up on Facebook are the things that have already been posted on Instagram. We have a Ravelry group. But we're pretty quiet there, so... Yeah. I mainly Instagram made that group just to save the name without yeah. really intending to really use it. So if you want to follow us on social media, Instagram is probably the best place for and that. And if you're not sure about... Oh, we already talked about the Instagram. Yeah, I'm well, teaching a class. If you hear us talking about Instagram and stuff and you want to learn how to use it or how to better use it, I'm teaching a class on that. So Instagram 101. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend any of these how-to... Yeah, do I do show anything from Ravelry Katie. 101, and now I'm doing Instagram 101. So mm -hmm. I think that's all for tonight. Wow. Two hours. That might be our longest time yet. Ooh. I have two I stripes done. I'm so happy. <laughs> Yay. I figured out how to do that weird decrease. What? Well, yeah. on. I had to go to. Um, are we going to say goodnight to first, or are we going to keep on talking? I oh, don't know. We should probably say goodnight. Okay, <laughs> goodnight. Bye, guys. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>